All right, and, and this is why I swear up and down, before you rob the place, that you always case the joint first. And remember, don't ask for food until they gave you the money. And on the way out, you want to get your croissant. You always got to be careful about your when robbing the joint. Got to be careful about your surroundings. Oh, gosh, we are recording. Hey, it's another episode of three angry black people and you totally didn't hear us talking about some crime shit i recuse myself i I was not a part of that i was gonna go on the tip that hey look just do it like pulp fiction make sure you grab the wallets because the wallets have extra money in them yeah except if it says bad motherfucker on it you don't want to take that wallet that's bad i well jules is gonna give you the 1500 out of it anyway yeah but then he gonna have a gun at you and telling you to tell the bitch you're the weak and I am the tyranny of evil men. Man, what? How do we get? How do we get on robbing? Like, why are we talking about robbing people? I don't know. They're talking about it. I am just here mellowing out, zoning out to this beat. I've accused myself are, from this conversation. You are the you are the most convict-minded person here. What are you talking that about? That is cap. That is cap. That is you crap. Are, no, listen. Because no, you're crap. always talking. To, you're just always have these. I want to hear. I this. mean, I mean. Well, no. I mean, I mean, I mean. First off, I mean, I mean. First off, you want to kill the orcas. I still Fuck haven't given orcas. up on. Yeah. See, look Fuck, at that. Hold look on, at that hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Can, so, f- <laughs> for those of you that's not subscribed to our Patreon, if you go and check us out on Patreon, you can actually hear that episode. Where we talk about the lady, the sea lion, and the orca, that sounds like a fable of some sort, but it's not. It's actually talking about that TikTok video that went viral and the lady took it down. Uh, quick rundown about that. Sea lion jumped on a boat. She didn't want the sea lion on the boat. She was totally being the Karen. There were some orcas chasing that sea lion. That sea lion was running for its life. You know, like the orcas are basically like, hey, step outside. We won't hurt you. But you know they're going jumpy. So that poor sea lion was not trying to jump in the wood and get killed by them orcas that actually move like a team it's very interesting you should look it up on living science anyway uh the lady got caught flack because she basically didn't want the sea lion on the boat the boat the sea lion was like listen i ain't trying to die but after mm-hmm. realizing she ain't going nowhere sea lion went ahead made his move said i'm jumping back into the water there is another video where the woman is basically telling the sea lion it's just life like hey you know the more because they after you but listen this is just life you just gonna have to deal with it you know basically like hey it ain't my problem poor sea lion anyway there's also an orca hater there's also another video where the lady actually was telling the sea lions to leave the fish alone like she owns the fish in the ocean this was crazy shit anyway um, all this started a conversation about orcas where we learned our co-host, local co-host, I adore very much, really close friend, um, told us uh, she basically does not like orcas. Now, this actually started a conversation in our war room, and um, Rob is here today. He defends murderers. To, to he defend, defends murderers. But, but, but hold on, listen, hold on. The I orca's say, just doing what it needs to do. What are you talking I'm, about? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Okay, I will hold on. Hold on. Because I got evidence. That's how they're made by creation. They, you can't blame the orca for that. Oh, Lord. See, this is when we get into certain territories. All right, so. <laughs> so you want to go Ivan Drago? If it dies, listen. it dies. Listen. That's you. <laughs> listen. Yeah, that is you. Uh, listen, I said for this particular conversation, I was really going to be on the sideline. <laughs> I wasn't jumping into this one. Um, what makes the orca more valuable than the sea lion? Hmm? It's not. Hold a, on. Let L finish his You're point. Right, right, right. See, he always cuts me off, and I try to be uh, patient. 
okay. Uh, but but uh, then I also my take bad, it, my I bad. also take it like he's fired up, and that's just what it is. Oh, I the am. Poor, too. I know. This is why. I Listen. So we're going to do this this okay. kind of way. I'm going to give y'all three minutes to plead your case. You're going to make your case, and when time's up, the other person is going to plead theirs. That's okay. how we're going to do this. Who's going first? This can. I tell you what. I tell you what, Rob. Because I feel like I owe you an apology for our last episode because you accused me of being the villain and I, well, not trying to act like good goody or whatever. And I said, F you. And I was like, well, damn, it wasn't supposed to be that harsh. I feel bad. So I'm going to apologize to you for that energy. And I'm also going to say that you get to go first. Since I'm going to say, I'm going to say it right now. Since you really want this debate, you get to go first. Now, Chris was going to flip a coin, but I'm going to let it, if you want to go first or you want to let the coin, uh, just, no, 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 I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. All right, so we're setting the timer. He's already failed in negotiation tactics. All right, yes. uh, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give y'all I think what five minutes is generous, isn't it? We can do this like Toastmasters, two minutes. All right, we're gonna do this. All right, I'm even gonna hold up. Go. So my uh companion here, Chris, will tell you that the orcas are uh mischievous and do things out of out of pleasure and my response to that is the orcas need the same respect as any other animal it is not their fault that they behave this way it is within their nature to want to want to do this and we should not put human standards upon an animal as to how that animal should behave okay these orcas deserve life the same way a sea lion does. And for anybody to want to put one over over the other is just it is just to me in inhumane and immoral because all creatures deserve life. Now in this particular case, you had a sea lion that was going to be eaten by orcas. In this particular case, my defense was Try to save the orcas as best you can by not killing them. So the so the scenario was was that this woman couldn't start her boat out of fear of killing one of the orcas because she wanted to bring it back to safety, but then she didn't want to hit an orca. Okay, all you had to do was just stop the boat, look around, make sure as best you can, and try to get to safety and and then if you can't that's fine you know then you kick the ceiling but she didn't even bother to do any of that so in closing i'm going to close early because to me this is just a easy a easy putt okay do not do not judge orcas until you judge yourself first okay i think that was in the bible somewhere leviticus I, i'm i'm not sure which one but, all right that's time but, Okay. All right. That's time. All right. Ready, Chris? Yeah. Go. So, as Rob has stated, which was no facts, all op- all opinions, which are subjective to his argument that orcas do not hurt people. 
Orcas have the same personality as humans. This is found from APA.org and Newsweek from November 15, 2018, that orcas exhibit similar personalities as humans. They are willing to kill for pleasure, for fun. They are terrorists of the national marine life. Humpback whales have been known to save people, other animals, their own kind from orcas. Orcas attack babies. They attack baby whales that are just born for the fun of it. Not for hunting, not for food, for fun. They rape for fun. Excuse me for using the word. Other animals. They have herded other animals for fun. All I'm saying is though orcas are natural predators and they do deserve to be protected because animals do deserve to be protected because they have a vital part of the cycle of life, they are not friendly, kind, or sweet. Y'all brought into the propaganda of Free Willy. He should not, he probably should have been free because his captivity is wrong, but he is a dangerous menace upon life. That woman that we are talking about in that video, at the end of the day, she showed that she had um, a prejudice towards sea lions. At the end of the day, she wasn't going to hurt an orca. There was a group of them. They know how to move from a boat. If a humpback whale had swum up on them, they would have got, they would have dispersed. All I'm saying, and I stick to it, my two minutes is almost up. Orcas are not friendly. They don't need our extra protection of sovereignty. And the fact that Rob is defending murderers tells me a lot about his character. All in all, d- um, time. Oh, Oh, okay. So, so, okay. okay. So, um, so a couple of things there. Um, the first thing is I never said that the orcas weren't doing this out of fun. You said that all animals, you agreed with me that all animals deserve protection, right? From humans, not each. Oh, fuck. You said, uh, I mean, Damn, we, I fucked up. Yeah, we have a... All animals deserve protection. Against humans. Human threats. Okay. Well, you're the main... It sounds like you're a main protagonist of killing these orcas. All I'm saying mm-hmm. is orcas are not as nice as we think they are. That's fine. But you are defending these murderers saying that the woman had no choice. When she did, she just chose... Her option of choice was. Being I didn't a say bitch. she didn't have a choice. She just didn't explore it. She's, you said she did. You just hate orcas. That's what it is. And you what, have a personal. You have a personal beef against orcas. And why do you have an issue with this? At least I don't hate a human. Now let me tell you, if I hated a human, then I think you should have a personal beef. But I have a hate of an animal that I will never see, never touch, and never be, deal with. That I don't want to be bothered with. Because the or because, well, why? because free will you want again, free will propaganda. You are trying to put human aspects on an animal. Did, hey, scientists have already done it. Right, let me pull up this article and read it to you because obviously. Researchers found that that the personality traits of killer whales, aka orcas, were similar to those of humans, but more similar to another animal. Killer whales killer whales were similar with humans and extroversion factors playful gregationist sociable but also murder and sexual assault for pleasure so the orcas need to die i'm what just, are you, so what are you trying to say well like what's your point my what, point is what, i just don't like point? orcas 
That was my point and the whole point. My point was I don't like orcas and they are not as nice as people think they are. Okay, because in the text you were like, I, I thought you were saying they weren't worth worth saving. That was the impression that I got from no, what we were texting. From the text, I was just proving my point. Orcas are just not good creatures. So you don't like want to commit orca genocide? No, one, because that could get me the F word. I just don't think they're nice creatures. Okay, well, they don't have to be nice. Shoot. But you're defending them like you're a defense attorney for a murderer, OJ. Allegedly. Well, yeah, because, I mean... Because what? What what has Orcas done for you? Gave you free willy to make you feel good about life? Or... Look, like if, if orcas if, just if need to be. In, just let the orca, let the orcas be. If this okay? happened in real life, free the the boy from Free Willy would have been eaten by that orca. That orca was not looking at him like you, my friend. That orca have, was for, looking at him like you could be my. For dinner. you to have any opinion on it, these hoes ain't loyal. For you to have any opinion on an animal that that's it, 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 it just shocked shocked me. Okay, yeah, kangaroos right. aren't nice. Kangaroos go around and drown their victims. They attack humans. They look like oh. very weird humans also. We'll leave that alone. You know, I found out, I think, um, I think in Pennsylvania, if you have a license, you can own a kangaroo. Don't do it. Don't do it. We already got zebras running what? around Maryland. Did you? Yeah. And then the article with the... Uh, they one killed of them, one of them. Yeah, one of them was dead. Because... Oh, by the way. Um, so I sent the article over the gas store. Mm-hmm. About the zebras. Yes. And I said, we got zebras running around. All right. Y'all got good tap water. Well, we got zebras. So the ball's in your court. (laughs) I got to catch up on the podcast to see if he rebuttal. But uh, that's what we had. (laughs) I was like, we're going with the fact we got zebras. Yeah, he gonna he gonna one up it some somehow. Oh yeah! If you go over to West Baltimore, we already know what's good over there. We got goats, we got cows, we got bulls, we got pigs. I keep trying to tell people that at the like Animal Farm is really happening. These animals just been planning these attacks for years, and it's going to happen. And also, orcas. Because I think orcas are going to be in that. They are because, but they they apex. Is that brothers. okay with you? Oh gosh. Let me tell you something. There's another reason why I don't go in the ocean. Fuck them orcas. Fuck them dolphins. You th- Let me tell you, I think orcas and dolphins are mermaids that got convicted of murder and they turned them into those animals. Who thinks this deeply about an orca? I'm surprised that this is this is what the we're on now, pod wise, as far as uh, debates and, and things. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't, I don't. I, this this one this one. I didn't realize uh, would strike such a, a chord, you know. Um, Me either. I mean, I, I I think if anything, we just finally figured out one of the things that our co-host is vehemently against. So, if you ever get a chance, there's this book. It's called Zoo. It's a science fiction thriller by James Patterson. Originally, it was um, not originally. It was supposed to be turned into a show on CBS or ABC. I think it's CBS. Go read it, and you'll understand. Why I am like, nah, I treat animals with the respect they deserve, but I also know when to say fuck them. Let me tell you, if I see a bear roaming the streets, guess where the fuck I'm going? I'm going in my car and going left. I'm going to call that lady that pushed the one over and ran like hell to save her dogs. Oh, goodness gracious. She have the balls of steel. Or I'm going to be like that black man that was in South Dakota when he saw the bison. He said, oh, no. Oh, no. And he got in his car and left because he knows bison would rip. Yeah. And it's not because the bison hate humans. It's just like, oh, you're, you're new. You're in our way. You gotta watch out Move. for goats. 
If nobody realized right now, goats. I used to work with goats. Mm. They chewed my hair. Mm. They're they're very friendly and lovely, but and they're very intelligent and dangerous. They also like to assert dominance. Yes, they yeah, do. They and thanks to Tony Baker, I will never see another goat the same way again. And pigs do the same thing. Cram. And they eat even when they're not hungry. That's what I learned. Because I went to one of those like farms. Where, I mean, those like zoos where you can like feed feed the animals. Mm-hmm. And the goat, like, we 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 must have fed it like a whole carrot. Like you know, they give you these like lettuce strips and these little carrot sticks, and you can keep keep feed feeding the goat. And we put a good carrot and a half and a head of lettuce, and it was still coming. Like you you haven't fed us enough. But feed they're, us. They're but, ruminants. They got four stomachs, and also when you look at the calorie intake. Compared to carnivores, carnivores' calorie intake coming from meat is much more higher, and it mm. satiates them faster. Having four yeah, stomachs denser. with a lower calorie density, such as grass, carrots, and all of that, they do constantly eat to keep up their energy. Also, like you kind of want them to constantly eat because the moment they stop eating, like that means they're pooping. I mean, they poop while they stand. Did I ever show y'all the goat video I got? Let me see if I still got it. This is. Welcome, welcome to the latest episode <laughs> of Three Angry Black People uh, slash Animal Conservation. <laughs> I mean, if you have anything I said that you hate, that if you feel like because my hatred of orcas drives you to do something, you can donate in Three Angry Black People's names to one of the cons- conservation funds and say this is to fund Christine's hate or Chris's hate of orcas to save them. Or, or, or you could you could sign up for our patreon and get that bonus content i'm gonna start a preservation preservation say you know (laughs) hey do what do what you want uh so story that i i I know we gotta dive into yes can a woman in canada wakes up to a meteor right bedside Mm -hmm. it crashes through her roof and she wakes up to this now i don't know about anybody else but i feel as though when they were like hey we should be getting superpowers we didn't get superpowers well this lady got a meteorite that could have like you know probably smashed her skull in and it didn't and she's she's alive yeah yeah, now i want to know when we get in our superpowers I, just I mean, know. Robert Townsend said that when a meteor hits you, it goes into your chest and you become meteor man. So she should become meteor woman. I mean, mm. hey, listen, I just want the ability to teleport. First off, if you survive a meteor hit, that is a that is you already have some sort of divine power within you. OK, because meteors weren't meant for you to live. <laughs> you know what I mean? They wiped out whole whole species of animals. So yeah, they need to give this woman like we need to like check her. Like she's going to be flying soon. Maybe she's telepathic. No, well that's when you get struck by lightning, isn't it? Tele- Light- telepathy. Yeah, lightning no. gives you telepathy. No, that's speed or the ability to control other lightning and other forces. All right. Uh, so Ruth Hamilton. Traumatic head injuries, telepathy, and telekinesis. Oh. Okay. Ruth Hamilton was fast asleep in her home 
in British Columbia when she awoke to the sound of her dog barking, followed by an explosion. She jumped up and turned on the light only to see a hole in the ceiling. Her clock said 11.35 p.m. At first, Miss Hamilton, 66 years old, thought that a tree had fallen on her house. But no, all the trees were there. She called 911 and while on the phone with the operator, noticed a large charcoal gray object <laughs> between her, her two floral pillows. All right. So she uh, she realized this was a, a meteorite. She had later learned the 2.8. A pound rock the size of a large man's fist had barely missed Miss Hamilton's head, leaving drywall debris all over her face. Her close encounter on the night of October 3rd had left her rattled, but it captivated the internet and handed scientists an unusual chance to study a space rock that had crashed to Earth. So, listen. I would sell it. Well, yeah, that was some of the. That was definitely some of the jokes. I mean, like, hey, scientists want this. You'd be like, well, um, I got your media. Look, I got I, your I, media I right, gladly, right, right, right here. Like, I would gladly, I would gladly sell this to you for one point five million dollars. How much? I'm saying how much. How you, much you know yeah, what I'm saying how bad you really want this? You know. But to me, that's a really uh, well. First and foremost, I'm glad she's alive, right? Yes, um, because yes. something that's falling from space. Imagine already dropping something from the tallest building, right? And the force that it would have when it lands. People have been injured or worse. So a meteorite, okay, mm-hmm. from space, space lands, like and it's, it's hot a, it too. Gets, yeah, it, it like fires into Earth's orbit and is just. First thing it does is go through this woman's roof. Like, wow. And mind you, it, it, she was asleep. She was asleep. Like, this is this is just wild. She had like the dust on her face and everything. I'm like, I'm glad you are alive. Yeah. And um also when How? you got superpowers, listen, listen, divine intervention is is whatever you believe in. We I say divine intervention. Yes. Um, best of luck. Some spirit, somebody who's looking out for you. Good, good gosh i'm just amazed that like i mean i mean because if any part of that meteorite had hit this woman i'm just assuming she would be dead because i remember people saying if you drop a penny from like a skyscraper that can like in injure you so this is a meteorite that you said it was the size of a fist yeah man's fist so that means yeah any part of that meteorite that hits you is gone if it hits an arm the arm is gone done you know yeah. So the fact that nothing got hit on her is definitely a blessing because she was literally, I mean, I don't know how far away, like how far away was she? Was it like a few feet so, away from her bed or? No, no, it hit the, it literally hit the bed. So, so it, it hit the bed. It's oh. like, wait, imagine, imagine turning in your sleep and you just wake up and there's like dust like all over the pillow and then you look at it and see there's a hole in your roof. Yeah, I'll say it. God moved that woman away from that meteorite. Okay. She needs to play the lottery. You know, why not? At this point. Also, side note, uh, shout out to the internet. Cause they was like, imagine trying to explain that to insurance. So you call up and you're like, I got a hole in my roof. And it's like, oh well, what happened? A meteorite crashed through. Can't you imagine the person on the other phone now? <laughs> and I used to work in like, you know, like a call center. I got some of the craziest calls, like the woman with the Vatican. You just hear some shit and you're like, say what? Imagine that person like 
you could already imagine the person on the other side of that phone when they got to type up the insurance claim <laughs> and it was like so yeah meteorite fell through this woman's uh home and just just you know you're not covered for that we're sorry yeah crashing the house oh no (laughs) see the person on the other side has to really sit there and think about it i'd be one of those people and i'm like we're just going to say a squirrel got into your home (laughs) and was very adamant about breaking in that it came through the roof because who's going to believe this do they describe certain things as acts of god like yes, they do yeah okay so yeah that would round off to the acts of god just like if lightning struck your house you but know? if you do not if you don't opt to have acts of god in your insurance guess what okay yeah because everybody I, get acts of god coverage because yeah. that's what happened down in um for hurricane katrina harvey andrew and somewhere else they the insurance companies pretty much was like these are acts of god we have the flood like they literally told these people these are acts of god and because they're acts of god we do not have to cover you for the damage yeah just like Mm -hmm. when it just like it, it when it like rained rained frogs you know what i mean like i'm sure frog coverage isn't on there but you know you need that okay so so listen I'm already. When when did the rain, frogs, and rain happen? Theoretically, what? back um, before BCE, and that was in Egypt. They did not rain. There was just a large population boom of frogs one year. No, oh lord! No, no, no. I thought there was a tornado, and the tornado sucked up the frogs from the ocean and then dropped the frogs are on we, people. Are we talking about the Bible? No, no, no. I'm talking in real about life. yeah, yeah, in I'll real life like raining, yeah, raining frogs. I'll look it up because I'm showing L the I think did I tell y'all last year there was like goats in Wyman Park? Mm. What's, what's that? What's that? What's this that? This is oh, last year Wyman Park did this special thing where they had goats in the park to help cut down the 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 um the grass and the foliage. Oh. Yeah, so like there was a whole bunch of goats just grazing well, and loving life. But was there a cram competition? I mean, there was thirty goats. I'm still mad about that damn goat when I was playing Red Dead Redemption Two, minding my own business, and I saw that motherfucker come up, and I ain't think nothing about it. And all of a sudden, something's like cram, knock me the fuck off that damn mountain. <laughs> and I went back up and shot its ass. Oh, uh, like all right. So again, y'all, that's a game. Also, speaking of games. Um, so Far Cry 6 came out uh, last week I think last week or the week before and the, Peter got pissed why because in the game they have a mini game where it's cockfighting and for all of you um, pervs we're not talking about two Sword fighting? people we're oh, talking God. about we're, we're talking, talking about, about actual r- like roosters, roosters fighting yes. Yes. no eggplant no eggplants. No uh, eggplant tussling. Uh, oh god! I mean, I wouldn't want it because there, I'm thinking herpes. There, there was an old video though where they were trying to make up a new dance and they called it Dick Slam or something like that. Settle down. <laughs> we're not. We're not going to talk about that. Listen, go on YouTube. You want to find that shit anyway. This wasn't a hot dog competition. No, it was not a hot dog competition. It's <laughs> two roosters fighting, and apparently this pissed Peter off to the point that they had to. They reached out to Ubisoft and was like, we need you to take this out the game. And, um, you know, being that I hate PETA <laughs> a lot, I was just like... I've accused myself oh, oh. Of this, from that statement. Let me... Uh, well, listen. Yeah, so no. you can hack up 
each other. That's cool. That's cool. If you're slicing up each other and you're also doing it. Oh yeah, they don't. Yeah, Peter don't care. If you if you are hacking up each other, shooting each other, they don't care. But if Foghorn gets down, oh wait a minute. <laughs> well, you're right, right. So um, so they had this whole thing. I didn't even know about this, and the wife shared the article with me, and so I was like, oh, I haven't even touched the game yet. So now that I'm going to play the game, I'm going to make sure just to piss Peter off, I'm totally going to play this mini game. And on top of that, they got uh, downloadable content where you can give uh, di- get different skins for your rooster. So one can be lo- have, oh wow, you can look like sub <laughs> one can give you sub zero's colors, the other what? one can give you scorpions colors, right? <laughs> So I actually I'm mad they went that deep into the rooster into the rooster fighting. But well, they well, should actually they made it a mini game. But they should actually appreciate it because that means if you are playing it virtually and not in real life, you have less people actually going to these fights that are dangerous and harmful for these animals. But, but right. if you, and right. they're playing it in virtual reality. That, but I would make it that would if it was a standalone game, that'd be one thing. But unfortunately, uh, it would depend on if people really want to play Far Cry 6 like that. But I do see a point like a virtual one would be a lot better than the actual thing. Unfortunately, where uh, cockfighting is a thing, you know, people take pride in, you know, just like they do with dogfighting. They take pride in their pet. Uh, And these have bad consequences, of course, you know, because if their pet loses they get mad you know yeah. how things go yeah. um yeah, yeah that goes yeah. you know that goes back into the whole debate of the classic debate of people doing what they see on tv or they play in video games you know video game violence and then they actually are gonna want to do it in real life yeah, when well, well, yeah you know yeah. parenting actually would yeah. well, solve that Peter, peter's nuts because they always they always talk about things glorifying remember they've come at nintendo i don't know how many times they got mad at nintendo over animal crossing so at this point nothing's off the table with them but i'm going to say this instead of giving money to peter give money to the world life uh was it world life uh, well um world WWF. Yeah, the WWF, which is not Worldwide Wrestling Federation. <laughs> the world the Worldwide World World Wildlife Federation. There you go. Oh fine. Foundation. It's a foundation. One yeah. yeah. This one I miss the WWF. Anyway. Uh, but hey, no, they're still wearing <laughs> just WWE. And I understand yeah. why that needed to be done. Um, honestly, so you don't get the two confused. But again, yeah. there's there's causes out here that y'all can support. You know, PETA's PETA's basically a cult. And um, if and anybody that really supports Peter, if you're mad about this podcast, you really want to sound off about what we're saying. I mean, you're more than welcome. Thanks for the free listening, by the way. Um, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, like people uh, go too far. Well, yeah, it's not, listen, we could we could have a whole entire show just about Peter alone. Yeah, uh, that one I'm gonna have to be absent. Uh, and mind we, you, we, we wouldn't, we we wouldn't. Cause I know. I'm not going to spend that time listen they, and mind you the enough. three angry black people love animals okay i own a cat l technically owns a cat from next door well yeah and don't you own a dog or i have cats. two cats and one dog i also um i love pigs pigs are adorable to me i will i know how to take care of them um what else yeah oh and then there's some wild turkeys flying around somewhere where i work along with foxes and jackals not jackals coyotes yeah it's a listen and, and it's, i just don't like cows what i cows used to have too? cows i used to have cows what's wrong with oh, you know oh, wait, i don't even no, want to i don't like deer 
You gotta Just, watch out for deer. Man, you, deer, deer, fuck your car up. Not, <laughs> keep them I, I fully, they, they fuck up a human. They, <laughs> I fully understand why platypuses are weird like they are. They are protecting themselves against all the horrible creatures in Australia. Got a he- healthy fear of koalas. It's a good thing you didn't. They got you, gonorrhea. Chlamydia. Can, you can't. And both you can't trust an animal that one eats eucalyptus which is poisonous to them and dangerous to them and then they got sexually transmitted diseases and because they're good, dumb and they got the brain up like a walnut they'll attack you and infect you with you L- listen you know listen. the only time i like only time i like them is when uh it's animal crossing or family guy oh yeah that koala speaking of which yes there's a manga that's coming out about a fighting chicken Next year, I will own this manga. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, moving on because, uh, gosh, we, I wanna, we really need some time. What's going on? I got a um um I got a I got another dream I wanted to talk about. Yay! Dream interpretation. So this one, um, this one is, it's not even bizarre. I just don't. I just really want to understand why I dreamt it. Um, but this is kind of up up your alley with you kind of being in the science world. So I am listening again. I wrote this literally after I woke up. So it's going to be a whole bunch of choppy sentences that I'm reading off. All right. Dreamt. I was trying to either get a shot or give blood. Okay. Obstacles in the way with cranky people complaining about the process in line. Okay. Okay. Me and two other women were the last in line when they basically closed shop on us and said it was closed down. Okay. We began to convince the security guard to let us in by singing and dancing. I did the running man. Okay. (laughs) She said, okay, you two ladies can come in and I guess I'll let you in too because you said you were having a good day. Huh. I, I get called up and they had an assembly line of nurses giving us shots. So, you know, it was kind of like a cafeteria line yeah. kind of kind of shot yeah, thingy. Like, right, right. Like one person's doing like each part. Um, the first lady, the first lady asked me which arm and to reveal my shoulder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one swapped it with alcohol and someone just jammed a needle in the fat part of the hand that's below the thumb. I felt them drawing a lot of blood, and then I and and then I woke up. Keynote added. After I told my wife about this, it turns out she woke up and she had a dream about shots at the same time I did. Oh well. Oh well, okay. So how? Okay. Do we want to keep this level one, Christine, normal, or level three? Let's do all. So level one. One that might be might have been a premonition, and y'all might be going to get either your flu shot or something else coming up soon, or going somewhere where they're going to have to test your blood for antibodies. Okay, that's that's just basic. Two, mm-hmm. the symbolism in there suggests that you're having, you feel like you're at a point in your life where you want to feel good, where like you're happy, you, you're seeing, starting to see the pieces fall together, but there's something. You feel like, how can I say this? Because they closed early, you feel like you missed out on the prime of your life, but you really haven't. Mm-hmm. Hence the let's go through. Probably let, let you to go through. 
Um, so there's things where it's like you're in this line, you think you're proceeding with life, and like you think you missed out on the prime, but you're like, you know, you're at the happiest part of your life. It's just not the not at the time you thought. I see so, obstacles getting in the way. Of, yeah, like, and gotcha. then you're still making it pass because you're showing. I'm still like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's that one. The the large amounts of blood and all that could be anything. Or number three, you were visited by aliens last night. And they were taking your blood and they gave you a synthetic dream to make it seem like they wasn't taking your blood from you to test it. I like I like option two. I mean, two. within the dream, like. Again, I don't know if they were giving me a shot or taking blood, but but like I said, at the end of the dream, I just remember like blood being pumped out of my system. Oh yeah, so they probably you know if aliens was taking your blood to test it. They they started with we'll give him a shot to elucidate a dream sequence and then take some of his blood for testing. Did you ever see a old movie called Cosmic Slop with P Funk? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Because the aliens in that movie were trying to take black folk melanin. Like, 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 and people were getting like boarded up on, on the ship and they were stealing black folk to take their melanin so that they could survive the, the sun. Wouldn't it be weird if that's what really happened and that's how white people were created and not the science that's truly behind how we had to be diverged from one person and by moving to different geographic climates, our genes started to turn off epigenetic changes people and that's why we have different types of different colors and ethnicities in this world. Praise the greys. Oh no, the greens. The greys are the bad ones, the, right? The greys are the bad ones. Yeah, we don't like them. Yeah, I'm like, they scare me. Oh um, my God. What, what has happened? I don't know. I don't want to look. I don't know. I don't need look. I don't need alien infusion in me. I mean, I think all of us have a little bit of alien in us. Well, that's true. It's just life. Some say they're aliens walking with us right now, like you know, invasion of the body snatchers. I think that I well, one, I think some of them do because some of them are fascinated with us, and some of them don't because they hate us. I also think that some of them just treat us like you know. Don't fuck with that planet. They're weird. Just they don't just leave them be. I think the majority of them are underground in Area 43. I don't know. I don't think the government would be able to keep them controlled because look how, look at the look at the information that gets leaked out from different places. That's all I'm saying. That's oh, that's not right. Yeah, but it's always around a military base though. I mean, hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's always around a military base, so they're you they're they're being housed in the area that we don't know about yet. That's why I said 43 because they're not in. You know, 51 is just a tourist site, as far as I'm concerned. Now, that is true. But yeah, that is weird. But the fact that you and your wife both had a very similar dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the part that's like maybe it's not so much a dream but a premonition. Yeah, I don't know. The singing and dancing is something different. I think that is you expressing the joy in your life and trying to move past an obstacle that is currently there. And you're, and it's your brain saying, you're going to move past and you'll be fine. Right. You just have to trust the process. L, have you ever done the running man in order to get a shot or to give blood? Hell no. I would just sit there and take that joint like a champ. Have you ever felt like you had superpowers being visited by strange little green men that wanted to probe you and give you enhanced powers? Absolutely not. And that just, that was very involved. 
That I, was very hold important. on. So the, you didn't say they were little green men. You said they wouldn't. Were they? Were they? No, I'm just making the leap. I mean, I mean, I'm just making the leap. No, they were all they, they were all women in line. Like I said, the assembly line. Gotcha. The assembly line is also a little. You bigger. said that I, I might have alien powers, though. That's what kind of. No, an alien presence. Oh, okay. Yeah, an alien probably visits you. To you. But we are at that point, that time. Yeah, I'm getting this. I'm getting this set up. This is going to be super weird. Um, so I kind of feel like maybe we just keep recording while I work on getting our special guest on the show. All right. <laughs> Cause, okay, cause okay, that's I, fine. Because I got there was one more beef I needed oh to no. settle before we before we you know get yeah. into some it, some something else. It's so weird when we start. I'd be thinking we got like an hour, and then it doesn't feel like we got. <laughs> Go for, go for. What is yeah, the beef? Okay, all right. So listen. Tell you about. Oh, 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 no! Everybody's gonna jump with me on this one because this was straight disrespectful. This happened in real life. Okay. Once again, Dunkin' Donuts. I'm in line. Somebody from Grubhub comes over to the counter. Like they were picking up their stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He throws. The Dunkin' Donuts bag onto the on onto the table and tells the person put the straws in the bag. Huh? Wait, so he was being disrespectful? Yes. To the She said, put the straws in the bag. I need to have the straws in the bag so I can just Whoa! Exactly. Sorry, sorry about that. Exactly. The music got pissed off too. Put the straws in in the bag because I need to hurry up and go. So that I can get to this customer. And the person didn't back down. She was like, no, I'm busy right now. I have a lot of customers. Okay. Just do it like the straw. Mind you, the straws are right next to him on that counter with the sugars and, you know, all the yeah. na- the net na- the napkins. So he could have easily pick- picked it up him himself. But he was straight arguing for like two minutes about putting straws in a bag. And then it was eventually like. Oh, fine. I'm, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call corporate. What? Now look, sir. You being a jackass. Just pick up the straws and get them. Use some hand sanitizer. See, this is why I know you probably got dirty ass hands, and you think that you're above people. You're delivering food on the weekends, okay? You're delivering motherfucking food on the weekends. I'm not saying that should be judged. I'm just saying you're delivering food on the weekends, and then you're gonna piss off the person who's working and who's trying to get things done and get other customers served and um fixed up, sir. Pick up the damn straw. You know what? You know why you can't pick up the damn straws? Because your left hand stopped working. You want to know why your left hand stopped working? It's called you used a little bit too much baby oil last night. And whose fault is that? That is your fault. Maybe if you was a nice human being, someone else would pleasure you. Probably not. And I hope no one is. And I hope that you learn today when you are driving and you get a weird cramp in your hand that you need to be nice to people. And I hope that the person that ordered that Grubhub did not tip your ass. Wow. Um, wow. Hey, so real quick, uh, we're going to go on a brief break and y'all going to get to chill out to these tunes while we work to bring our special guests on the show. All right. So um, before we even get into anything, just want to remind you, normally we do these and it'd be split up. But because of time, this time we're just rolling with it. So it's almost kind of like a re- actual, you know, radio show, or whatever. So two for the price yeah. of one. Yeah. So we're just going to keep it going. This might seem to be one of our longer podcasts or whatever. Anyway, um, enjoy the tunes, and we'll be back with our special guest. Yeah. 
Oh, you might want to do the woohoo again because I. Uh, woohoo! There we go. I ain't mean to meet folks. All right, we'll be back. <laughs>
All right, so we are getting set up here, and uh, that's always the the fun part. But we figured, you know what, we didn't want y'all to be sitting there like, all right, so this is just music. I hope y'all were vibing to that. Uh, Quick shout-out to Kira One, Logic Marsalis, my man Oja, uh, Devin Burgess. A lot of music is uh, that you heard on that playlist it's from them. Also, uh, the homie that uh, put the Royal Spears album together, he is like one of the dopest uh, producers out there and probably one of my favorites when it comes to uh, hearing beats, man. He's just like dude's a beast. So um, I want to make sure I give a special shout out to Mint Plus. All right. So if y'all love that music, definitely check them out. And, uh, you know, we, we like to, we like to bring y'all some sounds. All right. So in the meantime, uh, we're getting things together and, um, waiting for our guests to come through. All right. Yes. We have Ace Relay now. We, we're not going to uh, completely spoil it for you because when we do the official introduction, uh, you'll get to, you'll get to hear all that goodness. Um, but. As y'all know, we've been doing a kind of a creative series with our our guests as of late. So everybody that's been on has uh, been very creative, whether it's been in music uh, or entertainment. And uh, something was just what we wanted to do. And I remember somebody (laughs) once saying, or rather I heard this story, 
uh, sometimes people will be like, all right, well, y'all had a guest on the show, but we really don't know who that is. Like, so, you know, what's the hype? And I just want to point out that when we put a guest on, it's not, a, it's not about hype. We bring on people that are dope. Um, and if you didn't hear the name, that makes it even more special because we like to shed light on people that's really doing awesome stuff. We like to elevate people. That's what we do. So even if you haven't heard of them, you're going to know them now because we like to get on the ground floor and elevate people that are on the rise and might not, you know, you might not have ever heard of them if it wasn't for this podcast or, you know, this might, this might be the spark that they need to get to where they're going. So that's why I, that's why I'm really excited about this next guest because a lot of you have probably already seen his work and not even know it. And that'll make a whole lot more sense uh, once we get the guest online here and talking to him. But I'm really excited to speak with him because he's not only, to me, somebody that's in uh, show business, but kind of a motivational speaker. I had a chance to look at his website and he basically has uplifted people through his story and, and the struggles that he's gone through to you know get to where he is now. So... I am really looking forward to actually speaking with them. Oh, word, word, word. All right, so you know what? Let oh. me get my video. Hey, Ace, are we, can you hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Word, 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 word. All right, so <laughs> I turned my video because I didn't want to be disrespectful. I always tell people, I said, listen, video is completely optional. Uh, yeah, so oh, yeah. <laughs> the way I got my mic angled, so I'm just kind of over to the side. Um, <laughs> That's all good. All right, so weird thing. Uh, and this is the first time we actually did this during the show. Normally, we split up the um, the show. So we'll have our guests uh, separate. Like, that'll be, like, one episode. And then the yeah. regular show, we just, you know, record that separately. So what we did this time, because we were looking at time, it like, felt like it was getting away from us. So, you know what? We're just going to ride this out with the recording. And when Ace yeah. is ready, we're just going to bring him in. So we had, like, music playing like while we were, like, trying to get everything set up. I was like, you know what? Let's turn the mics back on now because Ace comes back into the room. It comes into the room. I don't want people to be like, oh, what, what's, what's going on? So I was like, let's, let's figure out how she's now. I was warming up the crowd for him a few seconds ago. So. Word, word, yeah, yeah. word. So you want to go ahead, uh, Ace, my co-host. I got Big Rob, who you just heard. And yeah. we got uh, my other co-host, Chris. This Lorenzo, of course, me. How's it going, Ace? I'm good, man. How's it going over there, man? We're feeling good. I'm really excited to really dig in. Uh, I was looking at all, all of your stuff, so this is really an honor for me. I'm 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 so glad that you you're doing the show with us. And, I, and I just want to I just want to share everybody uh, a note. And Ace, I thank you so much. Like I reached out to Ace probably about like a month or two ago, mm-hmm. and it was just with the scheduling and everything. It was so hard, and I was like, still got to get people on because I reached out to so many. But Ace was the first one. Like, hey, so check it schedule's coming up but i really want to make sure i plug your show we want to support y'all and listen it warmed my heart and i was like we're gonna make this happen if oh, i have man. to yeah. if i have to clear the schedule <laughs> and i want y'all to know so ace like ace you're coming from live from london yeah from london man. Right. from from over here yeah peace yeah. peace and respect man because i told her i said like, this is our first international guest what time is it over there <laughs> it, listen uh, it's it's five o'clock over here well yeah, yeah five about, about five past five over here Right. Okay. And, and listen, so Ace, I just want to show you my phone, man, because I was like, I have to keep up. 
So, like, right at the bottom, like, I added London. I said, let's get this time right. <laughs> Make sure. <laughs> this day right. Especially, like, we just had um, Substantial on. Shout out to Substantial and KD. We just had them on the show. And yeah. I had a time on my head. Substantial like, can you make a Google Calendar? And I said, you know what? Let me try because I don't do the Google Calendar thing. I'm so used to, like, messaging folks back and forth. I was like, yeah. all right, we got to get this right because Ace is already in London. I do not want to fuck up this time. Yeah, nah, nah, <laughs> man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Well, right, let's, let's get into it. Big Rob, I want you to go ahead and introduce us while well, we're talking to him. Folks, you are hearing this gentleman. I've been so excited to do this interview because what Ace does is just amazing. And then when I connected with Ace, I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is great. And one of your first posts that I saw, Ace, was you didn't want to freak out the neighbors. But I'm going to let Rob get into it so people can see, see so, what I mean. So I'm actually a little bit new. I was looking at some of your stuff already and was already impressed. Because the person that you're speaking with now is not only the master of of motion capture he is the master of living life and uh i'd like to really get it dig into that a, a little bit later but his story is one that when you hear it it just uplifts you and it makes you want to do better for yourself the things that you think you can't do you you can and so the person we're speaking with the man the myth the legend one of the highlights of movies like the legend of tarzan planet of the apes uh video game this man if you've seen any type of animal and you thought it was cgi no it wasn't cgi it is this man ace roulette everybody everybody big round of applause for ace roulette <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate that man i appreciate also making my eyes all watery goddamn <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, you made me feel emotional because I was just looking at, you know, when you were talking to the people that were, you know, coming up short, maybe, maybe they've come up short in life or you were trying to motivate them. Like, look, don't don't look at what you've accomplished all already. You woke up, you know, when you were young, you said you couldn't, you know, bathe yourself or feed yourself. Now you can do that. It's no different in today's standards and that message you yeah. sent really sent a message to me because i'm going through some struggles right now that perfectly yeah. re uh relate to that so I, I i really saw what you were saying there thank you man i appreciate it man i appreciate the warm welcoming as well that, that's the most warmest welcoming I, I think i've ever had still that so i, I have to appreciate that <laughs> thank you. I, I really appreciate it man so look, um, I I really wanted to I I really wanted to dig it. Well, first off, you were talking to. So I read what you said online about uh, Jim Carrey, Wesley Snipes, and Angry Circus. You know, yeah. inspiring you to do motion capture. Like, what was it about that and about motion capture that really you know turned you in that uh, direction? So for me, the, the, the three actors that I chose, they all have their own individuality. And what I realized was, so Wesley Snipes for me was the, the act, he was a, a, a proper, what we, what we will class as a, a real actor. And he was a real martial arts actor. You know, he could really throw down punches and kicks and he could also perform because a lot of, a lot of actors, 
are either one of the two. So they're very good at martial arts and then, you know, they're, they're okay at acting mm-hmm. or they're very good at acting, but, you know, their martial arts is, you know, choreography. So you you learn on the job by, you know, you get coached by the fight fight coordinator. But for me, Wesley Snipes was somebody who could really fight and really act. So that was one aspect of, so if I ever, because my, my original idea about being an actor was about being an action actor. That was my original plan before i discovered you know the whole creature motion capture which i get into then you have jim carrey and jim carrey is very animated he's very outside of the box you Mm -hmm. know all of the facial expressions the physicality the voice all of these different things and i've you know when i look about when i look at myself and how i grew up a lot of the characteristics of me doing these kind of things which i even still do with my children as play it it stemmed from how Jim Carrey was when you think about the mask or Dumb and Dumber, like he's he's animated energy and and physicality is something that I loved. And it he mm-hmm. was just he wasn't like the rest of the other actors. You couldn't you couldn't say you can't compare Jim Carrey to anyone. You you can't you you can't yeah. compare Jim Carrey. He's created that that field, mm-hmm. and for me that that's what he represents. And then you have Andy Circus, who for me really showed how you can transition from one field to another field. So from being an animal on Planets of the Apes to being the the actor in in Black Panther to then being somebody in Star of the Voice in Star Wars. Like this guy could change, like interchange into different beings. So not like, you know, you're not changing from like being a lawyer to To a a criminal, from a criminal to a funny guy, you're going from being a South African, you know, warhead in Black Panther to being a animal with playing the physicality, not just the voice, the physicality, Mm -hmm. you know, to Gollum and everything. So those are the three actors. And when I say my favorite actors, it doesn't mean that I've watched every single movie they've ever put out. Right. That anytime I've ever seen them in a film, what they do is what I would want to do in my career. So that's why they're my free favorite. And uh, oh, and because when I think about Creature, uh, which is what I mostly do, if you think about the, the physicality, you have to be outside of the box. Who's very outside of the box? Jim Carrey. You know, when it comes to the physicality of playing it to the true, to the core, who is that person? You have Andy Circus, but when you think about a strong actor that knows how to turn it on and turn it off, like Wesley Snipes did in Blade or Demolition Man, that's Wesley Snipes. So for me, I, I believe for me, I'm like a merge of all three. That that's how I see myself, and that's why they're my favorite actors of of when it comes to the career path that I'm on. And even if you think about how Jim Carrey speaks, you know as a person, like the things that he's into, you can understand why he's like that. And even yeah. Andy Serkis, I've, I've been on set with Andy Serkis and listened to him speak. He's very open. And, you know, Wesley Snipes is very strong. You know, he's very strong-willed, Wesley Snipes. So these are attributes I see in each one of them of myself. And that's why they're my top three favorite actors in, in general. So when you're in the role of, like, portraying, like, these animals and creatures, like... I guess, you know, just like Jim Carrey, maybe it's like an extension, but like in your mind, like, you know, is it like a method acting? Like, how do you, you know, get into not only the role of like the animal you're playing or talking, but also when you're, you know, moving your limbs around, like, how do you 
get into that mindset? Like, what is that mindset? For me, so there's different different stages, really. But the ultimate stage is either, yes, you can call it either method acting or you can call it as being in the moment, you know, living and existing in the moment. And then when you actually think about it, you're never just, you can't even catch the moment because the moment you think about the moment, it's the past. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah. It's just actually just being, just existing. Mm. And for me... I've been able to do that because, and and I believe the reason why I've been able to accomplish that is because I, I am open within myself and I have a lot of understanding of, you know, psychology, neurology, and all of these things where I've done many years of self-studying. So I didn't go to an academic school, but, you know, I've put thousands of, and I mean, thousands and thousands of hours in listening to these things because I wanted to discover about myself because I'm like, you know, we know how to we know how to use our phone, you know what I'm saying? We know how to use a phone, but how can we have a mind and we have a body and we don't know much about it? You know, we right. th- these are the things that carry us through life more than anything else, more than your phone, more than more than your friends, more than your family. The one thing that keeps you alive, you cut yourself, it regenerates, you know, you get ill, it starts creating white blood cells to fight. How can I not know information on this because this is what makes me me without it, I don't exist. So because I've done so much self-studying in it and taking notes and questioning myself and from a science point of view from a spiritual point of view and everything all of these characteristics that make me who i am allows me to just be be so right yeah just just be because the the fact is if we go if we break it down into an energetic format and if they say you know that you know science and science and spiritual people believe state that we are forms of energy so therefore if we are forms of energy there is a way for me to transmute my energy that you as the observer can really believe in what i'm doing even though you see a human being so for me it's about i just get into that moment if you're talking about physicality i have to change my breath the way i breathe changes because the way you breathe then also changes your physiology and when you go into that kind of depth with them being in the precise moment that's how i become the characters that i'm playing so i always have to get the backstory of the character as much as i can you know where they came from what's their purpose because you know the main thing is their purpose because nothing exists without purpose so once you discover somebody's but like you know if i told you you know this character's purpose is is to blow up the world and it came from another species you can already start visualizing what this character might look like though we may all not think the same thing you're still going to get a rough idea that you might have a rough idea as their physicality you know so these are the things that i understood from doing all of this self-study and so being in the moment understanding breath and then the physical side of things comes from my background in dance i taught myself how to body pop and break dance from when i was young oh wow. so do- those i don't break anymore but those things and those movements from that to martial arts to dance and all of those kind of things help to transition into using the equipment or to play a character without equipment it it like it like reminds me of bruce lee when he was like be like water my friend <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's 100 because you know bruce lee bruce lee is the first bruce lee is the person to why i looked more into the mind because he I was I was always fascinated about certain things because of my mom, you know, astrology, astronomy and all of these things. I always had a love for space and and, you know, but Bruce Lee was the things that people used to say about Bruce Lee, you know, the things yeah. that he could do, whether, 
you know, some people questioned it. Some people, you know, said it was true. But the fact is, because of these these rumors and these talks about him, it made me look into the capabilities of what he could do. And then you realize it's mental. And then even when you start looking at, you know, Shaolin monks and stuff that people could do, and you hear about, you know, you know, people rain dancing, and then days later rain would come, and all of these things, you realize, right, there's there's something even strong about the mind but bruce lee was the first person that really made me brought it together think about yeah yeah about mind and it just opened up the box and then i just took a great dive in man that is incredible that is incredible and you're and and you know all the knowledge which you're dropping upon our listeners right now did you know it didn't start that way because you know yeah. i was reading you know i was reading your bio about the struggles that you went through at a, you know in your early in your early childhood to get to where you are today is just incredible to me yeah yeah i appreciate it man uh, you know and yeah it is when you look back at things you can really understand why certain things took place but when you're a child you don't have enough information and wisdom of experience to analyze it in any different way you know like if your mom, if you got a brother and, you know, maybe your mom hugged, always hugged your brother first, your little mind can maybe think that your mom preferred your brother more. You know what I'm saying? It, because you don't know what else to perceive it because everything you know is from outside of what is just around you. You haven't had enough experiences for your mind to be like, maybe your mom just hugs him first because he's just he's he was always one step closer you know you, yeah. you don't look at it like that you know but as a child you look at it like that so for me as a child i used to you know my dad not being there i understand it now you know you know I, as a dad myself i i understand certain things when you take away the emotional connection to it because you have this you know belief your family is supposed to be there you know what i'm saying that's why you know you have your brother and if mm-hmm. your brother does the same madness to you or badness to you that your friend do you'll probably more likely forgive your brother down the line than your friend because, you know, your right. total family, you know, you're supposed to forgive the blood, da, 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 da. So for me, it was a thing where I didn't understand why my dad was there because my mom migrated from Jamaica and gave birth to me here. And my dad was in Jamaica and, you know, she never sent, he know, and he was a millionaire in Jamaica. So he he was a, a, oh. a top jockey in Jamaica. So I don't, I think he might've been maybe a hundred thousand in comparison to dollars and, and, and so, but in Jamaica, he was a millionaire. So mm. for me that when I heard that and my dad was famous and known and, you know, my mom never received a penny from what I know, never received a penny. I can recall one time, you know, I, I've, I've sent more money to my dad than my dad sent to me at this age. You know what I'm saying? And when mm. I was young, I used to think, you know, was there something wrong with me? Because that's what you think. Because my younger brother, who is four years younger than me, his father was around. So in my little mind is like, yo, how come, how come my brother's dad's there for him and my dad's not there for me? So that means there must be something up with me then because this, this, why? You understand? So yeah. for, as a child, that's, that's how you kind of perceive things and even if your mom tells you something differently or whatever and and so and, and obviously if my mom's angry at the time or upset about certain things and tells you that you know your dad's not that also reinforces it so I had that situation growing up you know I had the situation thinking of my mom loved my brother more than me and 
and all of these things when really they more got along because I was fighting my own inner demon. So you, you, you look at it differently, but you can't perceive it like that when you're a child. You just see it that way. So yeah. all of these things grew me up into having a void that I wasn't recognizable, but you know, that void ends up in school. And when you're in school, you become the loud person in the class, the one that's disruptive. And that's all from that, that those voids, you know, the attention mm. that you want, you know, because everybody remembers their best, their favorite teacher, you know, that favorite teacher that gave you, you know, that just, that gave you that extra time, you know what I'm saying? That extra conversation. You, we, we remember them for a reason. So all of those situations, my, my saving grace for me was my dancing because my dancing made me, you know, feel loved and popular. You know, I body pop break dance anywhere. You know? right. and it was like, I got all the attention, you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't attention because I wanted to take it away from anybody else. It was attention that I wanted to, you know, feel like I was a part of something and feel loved. That's what I... Unconditionally. What I yeah, you know what I'm saying? But that still got me in situations with certain dudes because they didn't like that, you know, I would get female attention from it. And, you know, being a, the person that wanted to dance and stuff was was not cool. You know what I'm saying? It made you soft. You was a victim. And all of that then took place, which then led me, you know, to eventually get down the road of crime and crime was basic. And I got involved in all these kind of things because <sighs> it was like, not because I wanted to prove a point, but because I didn't want to be victimized. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then when you get into it, you, you kind of get into it. And then I start, and this is when I started realizing as an adult, right. I was using, I was using, I was using marketing and branding from when I was young to become that position without having to do certain, certain things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I could do one thing. And because I'd done that, if it's like, for instance, if a rapper right now, if Lil Wayne right now wore fake, a fake chain, you're not going to question because, you know, you've seen it with money, you've seen it with everything. So it's like, if he wears a fake chain for the next 10 years, no one's going to question it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I knew I could do certain things where, if I don't done those things, it would create the perception of this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when I went to Jamaica, like back in the, back in my day, when I was 15, I'm 33 now. And you know, if you were those younger days, if you were from Jamaica or went to Jamaica, people perceive you as a bad man. Like, yo, you had the accent as well. You're all of that. People thought, yo, you were on, you were on, you know, on, on drill or whatever you, you want to yeah, call they, it. So, they figured you was on a different level right off the yeah. bat. So I had done plan to go to Jamaica for the second time because I went to Jamaica when I was seven and the relationship with my dad just never happened. I ended up staying with my, my granddad because he was too busy. But then I went 15. But when I went 15, I had to plan like, yo, if I go to Jamaica and I come back, these lot are going to view me differently. And that means I can put on that persona. And it worked. I went to Jamaica, came back things changed and yeah i did get involved in certain stuff you know certain like crime and certain things mm. but just to prove just in case you tried to test it then cool i'm going to prove it because obviously if you don't prove it then you're just going to go back down the ladder mm. but i never went out my way intentionally to do anybody harm or anything like that you know what i'm saying so but that then led me to cutting a long story short led me to end up being in the prison for four and a half years and, and i'm gonna just say this now prison over here ain't like you guys in america I mean, right you, know, you look prison is a different ball game <laughs> but but uh, you, you can thank tv for that so but but over here it's 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 still it, it's still obviously a lockup situation you know what i'm saying but it, it's one of those ones where i took it as a break 
you know i took it as a mental break and a physical break because even just trying to trying to explain it like my lawyer told me you know the most i was going to get was five or three for robbery with imitation fire robber when the judge hit me with the eight i, I was like oh i was like oh and then i thought to myself okay why did i get eight and then i thought about it and it and this is how I, this is how i perceived it to help me through it i perceived it as from 15 to 19 i was causing problems that was four years and almost four years and a half. I got sentenced eight and I spent four years. So basically I'm paying for those four years that I was causing situations and problems. That's how I had to visualize it. And that's how I accepted it. Mm. That, that I was paying for the, the even though the judge didn't know about the order of crimes I did, the universe knew, God knew slash universe where everybody wants to believe knew. And that was my time being paid for back in that. And because of that and real thinking like that and realizing that now that I'm in prison, you know how it is, you know, if your homie goes to prison for a long time, he comes out, he might have a, a rep. So I knew when I came out of prison, I didn't have to do anything no more. I didn't have to be this, this, this bad, this bad boy or this, you know, this, this, this hood guy anymore. I didn't have to do it anymore because I done this, I done that. I went inside and all of that. And now I came right. out. So it's just like, I now, can live how I wanted to live, which was, you know, my dance, you know, talk about, none of my homies want to know about astrology. None of my <laughs> homies want to know the meaning of what my, what a dream interpretation might mean. You know, I could only share that kind of <laughs> stuff with females, you know, none of the homies would care. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, when I came out of prison, I could be that person now because I don't have to live that life. And yeah, from, from that to basically studying myself is to what led me to where I am. I'm not I'm not even going to lie man hearing your story is uh is very humbling and also uh you're an educator you know like so not just an actor you're an educator as well so you like yeah. been uh teaching uh you know students just anyone interested about motion capturing and you know creature acting and so to hear your your story and to see what you're doing now it goes to show you it's like listen don't let your past uh, you know, rule your present. You know, yeah. you can. There's, you can still get out and do things, and I think that's something important that everyone needs to hear. Because, uh, you know, when we think about music, for example, you know, people always, you know, say, especially when it comes to hip hop, like, oh, well, you're a certain age, so if you really wanted to rap, you should have been doing it way back mm. when, and this, that, and the third. And we see that type of ageism, and I feel like there's people that they always want to get into a project, they always want to do something creative, but they feel like they can't do it because they miss their time. Yeah. And it's like whether it be age or whether it be well, I did this back in the day, this may not work for me, and now it's like no, you can always change your own narrative. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I definitely believe that because, I, for me, the stuff that I've studied and the stuff that I've realized, I can't think any differently. Like. I cannot think any differently. And that's because I self-studied. So it's hard to believe certain things when, you know, your outside environment is not perpetuating that type of belief system within mm -hmm. the, the society you're in. So I, but because I've done a lot of self-studying and I will tell anybody, you know, if anybody asks me anything, I'm like, listen, go and study the things that make you up your psychology mm. a bit about it. I'm not saying you have to be an expert in it, but just go and study just some of the functions that 
your brain does for you, your heart does for you, what the, the mentalism, you know, your connection to the universe. And when you certain look at certain things and study certain things and you read certain things, you're like, yo, there's not anything I'm not capable of. Like mm. literally, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like I said to you in, in, in the video and in, in like in my video, it's like, you know, everything that we once couldn't do, we now can do. We once couldn't do it. That's no difference from achieving something. The only difference is, yes, it may take more energy because it involves something bigger. Obviously, the bigger it is, the bigger the sacrifice, the bigger the energy. Yes. But there is no reason why you can't. And that's why I love 50 Cent's um, album title, which is either Get Rich or Die Trying. So if you <laughs> want to be an actor or you want to be an engineer, you want to be a lawyer and you say to yourself, I'm either going to do it or I'm going to die trying. You never actually die not doing it because you die and you don't even know if you never made it. You understand what I'm saying? So if you really have it that way where you focused everything in your your makeup to go so, you create it. And that's and that's the beauty of, 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 of life is that you don't even need to know the future because you can actually create it. So technically you actually know the future. The you know function of and doing it, yeah. Bars. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like you you know the future. You may not know. It's like, listen, you know you're going on. It's, it's, it's like this. You know you're going on holiday, right? So you know you're going to go to, you know, Bahamas or wherever. You know you're going to go on holiday. but you And you get to the destination. But you don't know if, you know, the plane might delay. The plane might be jerky. You don't know when you get there. There might be, you know, problems. There might be a hurricane. All of these things you didn't know, but you got to your destination. And that's what the fact is you can actually get to your destination that you believe the only difference is you may not know all the situations in between that destination. And if you're willing to ride out all the situations between that destination, you will get there. You know what I'm saying? And I look at everything as a test. That's how I look at it. If I really want something, the universe has to test me. If I really want to be an actor, I need to be tested. I need to be, you know, tested with certain situations because, if you think about it, if you, you know, if someone's going to say they're, they're the champion, they need to be tested. They want to be, they want to get to the belt for boxing. They need to be tested. They have to go through the rounds. And even when you achieve it, you still get tested. You know what I'm saying? So I look at all of these things and all of these complex ways of thinking and you realize that, yo, you can literally actually achieve anything you want. Like, you know, look at Kanye West and, I, and, I, and you know, Kanye West when he used to talk and everybody thought he was crazy with the way he used to talk, blah, blah, blah. Now he's the richest of the of all the, of the artists. You know, like you would have thought he was, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people thought he was mad or going off the rails. But look where he is. He mm. used to say that I'm going to be this. I'm going to, and he, and he did. He, he is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he is. Like yeah, you can't take it. that away from him regardless of yeah, what you personally you might think of him. He accomplished what he set out to do. <laughs> he accomplished what he spoke publicly about. I got you. That's the maddest thing. He spoke, you know, Jay-Z probably never sp- told everybody publicly he's going to be a billionaire and this in the position he is. He might have knew it, but he never spoke it out where people might test him on it. Kanye West spoke it out. And through all the trials and tribulations of all the crazy stuff that the media said he'd done, he is now the biggest, you know, f- um, financially richest artist of all. So when you look at that and you look at those kind of things, he is just one example. There is multiple of examples. And I tell people, listen, 
all you got to do, if you even if you doubt yourself, all you got to do is find the story of somebody who used to live in a worse condition than you mm-hmm. and that are now successful. If you can find that story, then that's proof. So you, you know, you used to, you know, all right, you could say, yo, we, we lived in a hood, you know, this, that, this, that. Well, guess what? There's somebody that snuck on a plane, migrated because they, they you know, their country was in war, snuck on a country, went through hell, didn't learn English, had no family, but then developed a lifestyle and now is financially living well. There is somebody that's done it. Yeah. So, Absolutely. you know, if they've done it, well, what, what am I going to say? I'm less of a human being to not be able to do it. And they've done it with way worse situations than I did. Right. So that's how I, how I think. And because of that, it's a reminder to say, okay, even if it don't happen now, it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that, that's my, my thought and philosophy on things. I'm ready to go climb a mountain. Listen, (laughs) affirmations. And also, um, so on our our show, especially when we have uh, have a guest, what would be, what would happen is Chris would literally, you mentioned Australia. This is definitely a show if you ever want to come on and talk about (laughs) dreams that you had, try to break them down or even think about like, you know, like just thinking about astrology. This has been the show where Christopher, every guest just about has broke things down. And yeah, we so, have no qualms yeah, about talking about yeah. astrology here. So, and so far, she's, I want to say, what, like three for three? Like literally? Three, three or four. Three or four, like she's been dead on. <laughs> so I don't want to put her on the spot, but I'm about to put her on the spot. You want to take a shot here? And like Ace just said, it. he's like, listen, talk about astrology. Let's go. He's giving me two, like, he's real chill and mellow, but I have a feeling. I have, he's like, I can't tell yet. I want to let him keep talking. But I do want to say one thing. When you brought up Kanye and Jay-Z, you know why the difference is? Is because in, well, before they I even get to their charts, Kanye has to speak it because he has a lot of Mercury in his chart. So Mercury only acknowledges it when you speak it. So like, even though God is in his life and God is present, in order for it to resonate for the universe to say, okay, we'll give you this blessing because you're asking for it. He has to speak it. So as long as he keeps speaking it, the universe attunes to him. and was like, okay, you're doing the work. Here's, here it is. But like he said in his last um, song, Hurricane, he was like, you know, the ge- the God made it rain. The devil made it hail. So it's like God gave him the blessing, but the devil made it painful, if that makes any sense. And the reason why Jay-Z yeah. can't say it, he just does it, is because of that, of Jupiter and Virgo. And Virgo forces him to work hard and not to tell people what his what his lineup is because when he tells people, it gets shot down by Saturn being in one of his weird houses. So that's why he just has to do it in silence. And then when it happens, it's like right. that Negro is he and he did the one time he did. He said, "I had the the um the baddest chick in the game wearing my chain," and no one really caught on to it except for me. I'm like, I think he's talking about Beyonce. I think he's talking <laughs> yeah. about Beyonce. And people are like, nope. Beyonce wouldn't date that ugly man. I'm like, I think Beyonce sucked that ugly man's dick, but we're going to leave that alone. And next thing you know, they're married. <laughs> um, but no, so that I get what you're saying. And I, uh, yeah. I think when you talk about energy and the spirituality, and I'm like, I'm a scientist, but I believe in astrology. And people's like, how? And I'm like, because science quantifies everything we see and it qualitates it and it puts it into a process so you understand it. And spirituality and astrology does the opposite where it says, this is the unknown. You have free will, but along with free will, there are things that you must do in order to either impact someone else's life Mm -hmm. or to make sure something happens later in your life. It's like your higher self already, your higher self knows everything you're going to do because it's already there. And it's like, this is my life. Mm -hmm. And your higher self looks down like, "Mm, I need to stop. 
I need to stop him from doing this because if I don't stop him now, it's going to go down this path and he won't see the blessings on this other path. So that's probably like when you said that you was like, that was my break. I had four years in jail. That's my break. I was like, that's probably your higher self was like, oh, I need you to find a place to yeah get your mind right and forget everyone else, even though it's painful. So when you come out, you'll have double or triple the blessings. And that's what happened. You're 100% right. And you know what the, the funniest thing is when it comes to astrology, I don't know it on the aspect of your level. I like, I, I could because my mom does. Mm-hmm. So I obviously, I know myself in the sense that, you know, my, my, I'm, I'm Aries, sun sign, moon sign, Aries, and yeah. rising Capricorn. Air all. Oh. Okay. So that's why I didn't say anything. Oh. I was like, he has fire and earth and I wrote it down. I, I want to show L where I wrote it at because I changed the page and it's right here where I crossed it out. <laughs> By the way, me and L are both Aries, so we got triple. We we got triple I, I, I fire going. going. I, yeah, I can't sit because you got the blur on. Oh yeah, let trying. me let me fix that. Let me fix <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it says I was like he's probably I have Aries. I said he's a cusper, or he's like at the end of Aries season, and he has Earth placement somewhere because he's way too chill to just be aries okay but he see. got the fight though he got that Does aries come up fight. For you? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah competitiveness yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah yeah so no, no you know what yeah it, it, yeah my my mom knows astrology thorough like how you explain it like my mom knows astrology so and the only reason why i've not gone into learn astrology so deep as of yet is because my focus was all on mind and connection with human energy and cosmic energy and understanding it and blending it in but astrology the depths of like you know the 12 houses and and the, and the planets i'm definitely gonna find the time to learn it a lot deeper because i do believe in astrology one billion percent and it's it's not even about I can see why people don't believe it. Well, especially over here, because they'll write it in a newspaper and be like, you know, there'll be a section where there's like all the different star signs and it'd be like, you're going to feel this. Da, 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 da. And I know for a fact, every Aries can't read that and experience that on that day. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that throws people off. But when you've had what I've had, like birth chart readings, I've had one from when I was six. I had one when I was 30 and you can see the the, the matchup of certain things and you look back and, you know, and you read it and even me having dreams i've dreamt things that have happened i've dreamt things about other people that's happened you know people i've just met i've had i've dreamt about jobs that i didn't even knew i was dreaming about and when i went back in my dream book i was like oh my god i dreamt that exact same thing you know like i could tell you like funny time because we were on this topic i remember one time when i came out of jail i was staying in a hostel now a hostel is like mm, it's like a it's like a it's like a hotel that's you know a, a cheap hotel that's governed by the, the not police but probation you know mm-hmm. so like it, it the probation is basically like uh your cor- is it your co- correctional officer what's it what's it the person yeah. that you have to report to when you come yeah. out of prison yeah we call it probation officer so i have to stay in this place which is you know for people that have come out of prison you got to stay there and you got to be in by a certain time you can leave by a certain time and i used to leave every morning at 6 a.m on the dot without fail for three months to get back to the area where i'm from right. now i have remember i had a dream i always tell the dream had a dream that i missed the first train and i think the first train was like i don't know 6 45 or something like that and so i woke up 
extra early. I said, no, I'm not I ain't missing this train. Woke up extra early, jogged to the station. What happened when I looked at the train times? Guess what train was cancelled? The first train at mm. 6.45. <laughs> you know, so, and it was like, damn, even though I thought I was going to beat what was happening, like, no, it was destined. So there's certain things that I've dreamt that, you know, I've seen for myself, like dream and and because of that and astrology, when I break astrology down to someone, the basics, I just tell people, look, there's something similar about people, you know, that come from America. There's something similar about people that come from Africa. If you go even down closer to the city, mm-hmm. there's something similar about them. There's something similar about Brazilians. And then when you go into a higher scale, there's something similar about everybody from Earth. If an alien came, they could see that there's something similar from Earth. So on an even higher scale, there's something similar about people born at the Pacific time as well. And when you understand it from that concept, because, yeah, you're right. Yes, all Jamaicans are not the same, but there's something in common about Jamaicans. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So when I, when I look at when you explain it to someone in that kind of perspective, you kind of give them a little insight. And then even when you look at it deeper, because I've, I've listened, I've read books. My favorite book is The Kabbalion, The Free Initiative. That's my favorite book. I've read that about four or five times, listened to it audio about three, four times, and then the Hermetica and everything. And it talks about- We gotta write you know, that down. The, the, yeah, the, the stars are in correlation with the body, you know what I'm saying? And and all of these kind of things. So it's just like, I get all of this stuff and you hear it from, now you hear it on a quantum physicist side of point of view. They explain certain things that correlate with spirituality, which, you know, for me, science is like, for me, science is we have to kind of prove it. We've got to test to prove it, to believe it. Mm-hmm. And the spirituality is like, we know it's there. We just live in it. Mm-hmm. And you need both, yeah. especially yeah. in the world that we live in. You need both. You need someone to be able to prove to you that this and this is this, because then it makes the switch in your mind. Whereas obviously if we were living back in, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, we just hear the story of the person that was running the village and that was profound to us. And we could just live with that, you know, but now it's like, we need to prove it. I need to prove, you know, we need to prove who was the first person on the planet. Cause you know, then, you know, if we don't prove who's the first person on the planet is then, you know, who really was here and all of that stuff. And so, yeah, and no, I, 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 I totally understand it. And from using those information, I apply it to what I want to do and know that if I do not achieve something that I want, that was down to my own belief. Not because, you know, Lorenzo never want to give me the job or never want to put me forward. It's because I never attuned myself to meet the person that was going to give me the opportunity to be in the job. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and that's, that's, I, I, I now look at everything on me. Anything happens to me from, you know, if I get hit by a car or anything, I'm, is me. I need to know why I was brought to that experience. And like, you know, like you said, the higher self, why did my higher self bring me to that experience? That means there was something for me to learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I, I, I look at everything. And that's why I can, I believe I, I navigate my way through life the way I do now, which I never did once, but I'm so grateful and thankful that I do now. Yes. We, we were just talking about a meteorite that almost hit somebody in their bed too. <laughs> yeah, how is it? Yeah, yeah there's a, a story. A lady uh, in Canada, uh, she woke up to uh, dust all on her face, and there was a hole in her roof, her, the ceiling. And she looks over, and it's a piece of meteorite that was laying right oh. beside her. And wow. at first, I was just like, you know what, this is wild, and we're glad she's okay. But then I thought. 
okay, we finally getting these superpowers that <laughs> was supposed to be the thing. I've been I've been waiting, but yeah, it's just you put it's 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 one of those things, and I'm with you because it's like you get into a certain space and you think about okay, how did I get here? What happened? What transpired? And that need to know uh, that is so important uh, for me. Like it's always been because like with the Aries, and it's funny because. I can tell you many times where I was just like, yeah, I'm an Aries, but you know, whatever, you know, if I want something, I'm going to go get it. That's just me. But then, mm. you know, the more that Chris would bring up certain things and the more I would just hear different stories, like your story is thing. I'm starting to think, yeah, there's really something to that. Cause you start like when you're working on something, you're laser focused. And when yeah. you see that people can't match that energy, it can be frustrating. That's the, that's, yeah. that's always been me. It's yeah. like, nah, I gotta go get it. And if you're yeah, if yeah, your squad, yeah. you gotta go get it too. And then yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, they yeah. family, but it's like, all right, I'm gonna carry you with me. But then you get tired of carrying folks. And you're like, I yeah. can't do this because if I start carrying you, it's holding me back. Holding me back, yeah. that's bad for business. Time is money. <laughs> so But yeah. Aries yeah. never stop fighting though. No. Never. Y'all have some special Ariesness that I'm not gonna go into because one of y'all is real close to the Pisces line and the other one's real close to the Taurus line. Oh. Which explains why y'all butt heads, but also he's like Pisces. each other. Oh, we'll leave that I'm alone. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. That's a different com- <laughs> conversation. Look yeah. at it's I, I I totally believe it because again, when I was listening to something as well, it was just basically breaking down that you know the body is in line with the astrology because you know you are you know they say you're 80 percent stardust you're made up eight percent startup like when you break certain things down i was listening to something the yesterday you know and they're talking about you know the two they still don't understand where humans came from that they, they, they found you know the the i forgot what it was called but they a rock where it had um what are they called again in it that uh. basically that you can use to figure out it had basically but a form of the rock that had dna in it and stuff like that and it traced back to two hundred thousand years and they said no matter what test they do they cannot find where and how exactly this type of human being who's been exactly the same for two about two hundred thousand years come from but then when you listen to the dogans dogan said that we came from sirius b which is a plot a star that was way out there that you know when when you know the 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 white guys went to Africa and they told them about the star, they laughed and said da 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 And when they developed telescopes, they saw exactly the star that they was talking about about what rotating about what. So it's like, how far can we go? But and you know what? You can either spend all your life searching for it, or you can have a, a taste of understanding of it and then live your life. Yes, you know what I'm saying yes. Like, that you know you can you, you can say they say that they say the soul comes into this existence and purposely forgets what it knows in order to experience and when you actually think about it if you did fully know the potential you had and were able to use it you won't enjoy life imagine right now you can say boom i want a car it came up boom i want this person boom it came up Uh, i want this boom it came up i want this boom it came there's no experience there's none Mm. It's not at all. That is true. There's no experience. They say you know it's the saying? journey. Yeah, the journey is the journey is actually the experience. And I believe we all have a purpose because nothing can be created without purpose. So mm-hmm. some of the things that you can answer on a spiritual level is because on a physical level, it's you know, within without, as above as below, you know, as matter as energy. So when you think about it, nothing is created without 
purpose. Not nothing. The balloon in the back of your house, the light, the wall, everything has purpose. So we were created with a purpose, and it's when you discover it. But the journey of that experience is partly what makes is what makes a lot of our life. Because if we could get everything we want, like, and I do believe, and I, and you know, some people may not believe and think it's all super superficial or whatever. I do believe you have the mentalism power to achieve what you want there and then, but we don't have that sufficient knowledge. We, we, there ain't nobody taught us that type of knowledge. Cause if you think about the body and you break it down, anything that you've, someone's taught their body to do over a long period of time, the body has to adjust to it. It has to adjust to it. Yeah. The body has to, it's order. It's a subconscious order. It has to, you teach you right now could say, you know, I want to learn to do a backflip. If you stay focused on doing a backflip, because in your mind you can see it and all it it all it needs repetition in order to translate the mentalism into the, the biological body to do so. So therefore, you know, as mad as this might sound, nobody really, you know, we would love to fly, but has anybody ever throughout their whole life since they were born, you know, meditated and focused on for six hours or 10 hours a day on how to fly? How, like no one's ever tested that. You know what I'm saying? No one's ever tested it the stuff that they've tested with shylin monks and you know some of these people that were yeah. able to pass energy and turn and fuse fire and you know heal people and stuff they're, they're the years of what they've been taught so there's a i believe i don't think there's any limitation because if then it's the limitation and to me then they were ruling out possibilities that the universe has whether we will get the knowledge to do so is a whole different ball game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, two two thousand years ago people didn't a thousand years ago, no one had the knowledge about how to make metal and plastic levitate in the air, sitting people on it to get to one side to the other side. We we found it out now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, you so there is always a way to discover something, but whether that is our uh, uh, finding to do so on a, a level beyond level beyond level. Come on, there's so many stories out there. People who have healed themselves from cancer, people who have healed themselves from never being able to walk again. Like there's so many stories, and it's not fake stories. They're actually evidence. So I don't believe that there's nothing we can't do. And so with that, that's why I, I'm going down the path that I'm going. And yes. again, me me being Aries and my mom naming me Ace, it correlates because Ace wants to be number one. Right. Aries, <laughs> so it's just, it's just, you know, and my mom said I chose my name. My mom said when, when she was going through the A names, because we use A as the first child. And then when she mentioned certain name, when I, when she said Ace, I kicked the womb. And then when she said Ace again, I kicked the womb again. And that's why she chose Ace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Love that. Yeah. Like, listen, you knew you knew what you was after, like day with like night. Listen, day zero, like yeah. this is like doing on a this. mission, on a yeah. mission. Yeah, like like speaking of which, like being on a mission, everything you're working on right now, the any projects that you are super excited about that you're able to talk about yet, or if not, you could talk. If there's one that you worked on recently, you're all right. Yeah, so to the talk one about. that I worked on recently, Eternals, which comes out next month, for me that was like a a big a big big one because Tarzan was the big one because again it was like that was the first time that was the first experience of no emotion capturing creature and again you know I've been given too many signs from the universe that I'm doing what I that what I'm capable of doing so when I actually started on Tarzan I was an extra you know what I'm saying and I went from being an extra in the background to being the main person to play the animals for the film you know and I and and that's me because every time I do a job, I go into a state where I 
I need to make sure that these people remember my name and I need to make sure that I stand out without stepping on anybody, you know? So mm-hmm. not standing out where it's like, like, oh, what's he doing over there? Why is he doing that? No, but in a way that it, it infiltrates the mind of the people that are here mm-hmm. to want to hire me again and keep me in their mind for something. And I can tell you the people from Marvel that I worked on Eternals was the people from Legend of Tarzan, which was five years apart from each other. And then the people from Marvel, you know, the camera team from Marvel is on this job that I'm on, which is another Marvel, and it's the same people again. And then the next job that I'm going to is another form of Marvel (laughs) where it's the same people from Eternals. So it's just like I've left, I've been able to leave that, knowing that what I'm doing and the energy that I'm putting out is correct and you know so for me my 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 first one was tarzan that was a love and then eternals for me because it was marvel because i'm a marvel fan now i'm a big marvel fan and i'm not going to say in a sense that i used to i read all the comics but in a sense i used to watch it from child if it came on tv i watched it if it came on cinema i watched it so i'm that level the next level i believe is comics and the level beyond that is you know knowing everything between the, anybody in the comics and everything, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just outside the comic level, you know? So for me, I remember watching Star, watching Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man that was through Marvel. I can't remember. So, you know, we're on the third one now that comes out in December, the yes. first one mm-hmm. that came out in 2017. And I remember, yeah. and I got the post, I've shared it. And it was, my eyes got watery when I was watching it. And I said, yo, one day I'm going to be in a Marvel one day I'm going to be in a Marvel and two years I was in the Marvel. And again, it was a situation where I was having my third child and it wasn't planned with my partner. We got three together and this was my third one. It wasn't planned. And I was like, damn, more money, more the situation. Son was born a week or two later. I got a phone call said, ah, oh, Ace, man, you know, we might have some work for you. You know, da 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 Eternals, cool. And what was supposed to be only four four weeks turned into five months. Yeah. You know? mm. And and that that get and the Marvel is what helped create Creature Bionics, which is the company I have that makes the practical effects mm-hmm. to play the creatures and stuff. Because when I was doing the stuff, it was like, you know, I'm an actor. I, they wanted they wouldn't mind that, you know, when it comes to motion capture or VFX reference, you know, when people wear the blue suit or the, the gray suit or whatever, they wouldn't have mind if it was, you know, you just running around and doing the Pacific actions. But I said to them, look, I can't be on two feet, you know, knowing that my, my creatures on all fours, I, I can't do it. So I had my own, I had one equipment back in those days, but it was just that. And then it was like, there was a, I remember there was a uh, a part where they needed my character to be like six foot, you know, and it's like I bought this and I bought that to make myself six foot on arms and legs, Ooh. and it was like the reaction that I got from the cast and crew they applauded me and everything, and it was like I took my own initiative to elevate my performance with my own equipment and everything in order for them to see to get the the better reference that they needed, but in order for me to also leave my mark on them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because, I, you know, I, I no one else was using the equipment that I was using, you know what I'm saying? So it was a thing where it left that mark. So even on the job I'm on now, when they see me and I bought some new stuff, I can't even say, but they, they looked and realized that, 
okay, Ace, you had that in that film, and now in in this you got this, and you and that's what started Creature Bionics because I was there and I was like, you know, why do I have to wait for, you know, I realized that unless the unless it's like Planet of the Apes where the main cast are like creature form, they're not going to provide you the equipment and so to play these the kind of characters if you're you know so it's just like hold on what that means i have to you know let me bring it bring it let me bring these equipments and do it so yeah they they may just want you to be in order positions and do all the fight stuff and movement stuff but if i bring the equipment not only do they get better reference because they're gonna hand key animate animate it all but now they get proper reference of you know where the movement might be if they're on all fours and everything like that so you know, one 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 other project I did, you know, I yeah, the film that I'm on I'm doing now, you know, the character had a tail and I said, Oh, I got a tail. And you know, they said, Okay, let's use it. And they used it, you know, for the production. And it was like if the tail weren't there, it would have still been done, you know, because they, they had no plans of trying to get someone with a tail because they wasn't in their sight. But because I had that, that made the director see exactly what he needed to see mm-hmm. much more you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and that leaves the print and remember that also leaves the print because if you work on psychology and you understand certain things you know when you look at someone like me you don't expect them to have do these kind of creature things with all of these practical effects you don't expect it so because you don't expect it it sits in the mind more you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it's like if you went outside right now and you saw a white dude and you started speaking jamaican you ain't never gonna forget him because in your mind, you don't expect that. So when you give somebody the unexpected against the stereotype, which I like to say beyond the stereotype, it sits in their mind more. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, branding, skill and personality, I tell people, you know, branding gets you seen, you know, the skill gets you the job and your personality gets you the next job. And that's how I always think, you know what I'm saying? So the, the, this is what I, so a Marvel Eternals for me is the the big one. And then, of course, there's video games. One of my favorite games I've probably done is uh, Dead Islands 2 because the amount of different creatures and stuff that I've done for that game and the different equipment like I used for that game is another one. But my next job that I go on to is even greater because now I'll be working with the main actor and teaching them, you know, movement, teaching them about, you know, how to get into the animality and how to get become animalistic and all of these things so now and that's what i wanted to do you know that's exactly what i wanted to do is to be the performer as well but then move into you know movement coordinating and creature coordinating and that's what my next job is so it was like everything i want has always happened it's always happened but it's like when you don't if you don't have clarity on it Mm -hmm. you know i wanted to be in a marvel you know i would i said i wanted to be a marvel and i got to do creature in a marvel but if I had super more clarity on it, what position could I probably then played in the Marvel? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I now know that, but it's now now I'm going on to that next job. And again, it was something I wanted because with Creature Bionics, again, no one's not doing it, whether they're black, white, or anything like that. There's no one doing exactly what I'm doing. And it's because I I always look for what's needed and what nobody else is doing and how I can make that my own. So if I only stayed on arm extensions, it means people would just be like, hey, he's the black Andy Circus," you know, because Andy Circus is known for the arm extensions for Planets of the Apes. Mm-hmm. So that's why I transitioned onto, you know, the tail and the digi legs and everything. Now you can't 
say he's like the black version of this or he's like this because you know i now have created that whole field and and i now provide services that nobody else was providing before you know what i'm saying so yes there's companies that can make the equipment that i do they're sfx companies but they only make these kind of things when the budget is given to them by the film and they make it for the film whereas i make it prior to any project for the performer because i'm thinking about the performer you know like that's what i'm thinking about the actor how can i enable this actor to become this creature so that when they when they play the creature, they got the physicality right. And when their when their cast members see them, they've got more reference to go off it. I'm thinking about the performer, like, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of these companies that make these kind of things, they don't always think about the performer. You know, I'm wearing, I'm wearing an outfit for the film I'm on and it, it, it restricts you in a particular type of way. So it's just like, yes, you, it looks good. It looks like what it needs to look like, of course, but mm-hmm. you know, you you you, you should have been working with those who are doing the stunts to like you're like come in this, test it out, let us know how it feels. Okay, this how it feels. Okay, then we're gonna adjust that and adjust that rather than okay, it looks good and now you as the actor have to fit into it. They can't really adjust it because they've made so many of them and there's no time to really change it. So when I make my equipment, I think, okay, how can this going to work? What's the most comfortable? What's this? You know, I weren't the first to make arm extensions, but I was the first to put springs in arm extensions for suspension. Mm-hmm. You know, I was the first to make sure that when it goes around your arm, it's not just one size. So if you do it without your jacket, you can make it tighter. You put your jacket on, you can open it up. You mm-hmm. give it to your friend who's got really slim forearms, they can look at it more. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking about the uh, on that type of level. So so yeah i'm a big fan of your spider walk by the way yeah <laughs> spider walk was was my favorite one i just want to ask how is your leg because i noticed on twitter you were on crutches and then i was like did he mess up his leg oh no so the video that i do that i did with the one that that recent video i just done mm-hmm. was basically on crutches and if you wait to the end it ch- changes into the arm extensions so yes. basically i made a video basically saying i turned these it takes eight hours to turn these crutches into ah. arm extension oh, so that's, that's what okay. it is but yeah cool and you answered one of the questions i have on my list because i wanted to ask you about like how do you become a mind how did you become a mindset coach how do you work with the director and the actor to get them to um understand the fluidity of moving like a creature because again that's something like normal people wouldn't think about but like when you start dealing with it you're like yeah like they have a sway and a movement and a you have to think about how their hips are placed because animals yeah. don't walk like humans. And I was like, you have to have the right mindset for that. But um, cool. You answered my t- my questions and wow. And I did like how you did that. I hope you have all this patent and you get like patents for this. So you can always yeah, get money. So some, yeah. So the stuff that I've got, I've got it. You, you can have design, you can have design copyright. So okay. when I spoke to the, 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 office the the copyright office over here Mm -hmm. basically you can't patent certain things unless it's like a form of technology that changes something so so for instance like it's like that's the reason why i you can have iphone and then you can the first person made the phone Mm -hmm. another company can make a phone right you know they can't make it exactly like yours but they can make a phone. You can't stop no one. You can't stop no one from making a car. You can't. So my equipment you. falls in that line. So yes, if somebody 
makes exactly the same as mine, then yes. But if they make one altercation, mm -hmm. then yeah. Because even if you look at the emojis on an iPhone compared to an Android, they're a bit different. They might have the yeah. same ones, but they're a bit different. They, yeah. So so that's that that's where my equipment it falls under that pipeline which you know what can i say you know if uh, right now i'm in a position where you know if somebody copied my thing copied it like for eye to eye to details people will know where, where, where it came from you know what i'm saying and yeah. again there's certain things i'm not really gonna fuss on and l l for me so if you know if someone created my equipment right now and you know they blew up with it. They blew up with it. That's the conversation I need to have with the universe. You know, right. that there's a reason why that, 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 that situation happened for this person to come out of nowhere, steal my idea and blow up 20 times bigger than me. Yeah. But you ain't know, nothing I'm like a, the real thing though. You know, huh? I mean, they can copy, they can imitate it. Yeah, of course. You know. yeah. Of course. Of course. Do you know what I'm saying? And then, but for me, something like that will then spike me to make me want to make something even more different. Like mm -hmm. I thrive of something like that you know what i'm saying right. yeah so it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah for me it's like i could tell you a quick story you know what i don't know if you guys know who terry norterry is he's basically like a movement guy he, he basically does what i do but he's like at the top top level you know what i'm saying at the top okay. top level he works with adney circus he works in a lot of these films like groot you know groot he, he was the movement coach from planets of the apes he does all of the stuff that i want to do i saw him from Andy Circus, and I said, that's all the stuff that I want to do. Mm -hmm. And I remember I made my own arm extensions, um, my partner's dad, because you couldn't buy them. And then he started selling them. And then I bought a pair because I was like, yo, I want to be the first person over here to have the, these type of unique pair. Because but, but before then, everyone was just making it through crutches. And then he made one through carbon fiber, and I bought them. And when I bought them, there's conversation. So I don't know if I was talking to him or his team. But they're emailing, I mean, and they're replying. We're emailing. There's always a reply, you know, mm -hmm. maybe because I'm buying a product. And then when I done Marvel Eternals and everything, I had enough money to make my own versions and, you know, make a, 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 a number of them because I'm like, yo, listen, I know this money's going to go somewhere, somehow, because this is my lifestyle, not because of expensive stuff, but because family, everything. But I need to make sure there's two investments that I get from this money that, if I use them, they're always going to bring me money. One was making like 10 arm extensions. So whenever I run a class, I know I'm going to make like two grand 500 for that one Saturday because, I, you know, I've, I've built that credibility. And another was a book, which is another thing that I haven't spoken about publicly yet. But when I now was going to start running the class, he was running this class already in America. So mm -hmm. he was doing it in America, LA, guy called Terry Notary, great guy. I'm not, I can't, I don't discredit people. But when I emailed him and I was like, or him and his team or whoever it was. And I said, look, I'm going to be running the class over here. Now, I didn't have to do it mm -hmm. because like you're doing in America, but me, I'm just one of those people. I don't want you to think that, oh, I'm just trying to copy and steal from you. So I wanted to show homage. You know, that that's just me. Mm -hmm. My mom cussed me like, why? Why? Because my mom's <laughs> like, my mom's very militant. Like, why? <laughs> you even he was like, you need the validation. I'm like, no, mom, it's just how I am. I'm a person I want to show because I don't want you to just think, oh, he's just copying me. So, I'm like, you know what? Look, you're in America. I'm over here. No one's doing it. I respect your work. I love what you do. But over here, no one's doing it. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step to it. Da, 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 da. I hope you don't mind. Da, 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 da. No reply. Ooh. Three weeks mm. later, three weeks later, guess who's coming to the country to run their workshop? Mm. 
mm. butter crunch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, I'm, and I saw it, and my friend messaged me, and I'm like, I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, this guy, I've never known him to be in the UK. He probably has to do some work, but he's never run a club. Think about flying all the way to the UK to just run a workshop. Like, Mm. It it like mm. there's no need, you know what I'm saying? It's not like a like it's a seminar where you can come over here, you're gonna get like hundreds of people. So, you know, it works out your travel, your flight, and all of that. You know, like you're getting Tony Robbins to come do a talk or you know, or or ET, you know, the the speaker, you know what I'm saying? The hip hop preacher, like that makes sense because you're gonna you're gonna have maybe a thousand people in the audience all paying a hundred dollars. That's that's a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? So it don't make no sense. Your class is like 10 people. So you really, for me, I can't see it any other way that you've never come to do a class before. Mm-hmm. We email, we were emailing or your team was emailing. And, you know, when it came to buying your product, I'm getting a response. I send you this and then all of a sudden no reply. And then I see that you're coming to the UK to run a class. And I said, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, all right. cool. <laughs> when, I, when I tell my homies like, yo, we can, we can. <laughs> My homie's like, yo, we can go to that class. We can stop that class. I was like, cool, let's be stuck. Let's be silly. But it's like, for me, like, I would have loved to have come to his class because I wanted to work with him because he's in the position that I want to, I want to be in. So I would have loved to come to your class, learn from, even though, yes, I know all of the stuff myself, but take your energy. You know, you get to learn me. I get to speak to you until you look, da, 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 so we can meet. You know and, what I'm saying? Build but, together. Yeah, collaboration. But, yeah. But my, now that that happened, my pride, you know, your is my pride is like, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, nah. Coming to your class, mm. it ain't gonna happen. You know, but I would never, I don't, I would never talk bad about him. Like I'm still that type of guy. When people message me from America to buy arm extensions, and I do get people, I would say, look, this is what I do. This is how much it will cost you. But you can contact Terry Terry Notary. He sells them. This is the difference between the two. I still, I don't have to do that. You're buying my product. I don't need to. I, if I'm Amazon, I don't need to tell you about eBay. What's on eBay? I don't need to, but that's just how I am. That's just how I am. So, you know, you have the option because that's how I think. But it's like, I know you wouldn't do that the other way around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but that's, that's all right, though. Change. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Because I ain't going to change who I am because of who you are. So I will never discredit him. I can never be disrespectful. But that was a situation that made me think, you know what? All right, cool. You've 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 said what you needed to say. And if we meet on a job one day, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm saying is that made me realize like, all right, cool. You, you how can you feel threatened? Like, and that's why I don't feel threatened. And that's why I said to you, you know, if someone copied me and whatever, whatever, I'm not gonna be threatened by it because I know that who I am, people are still gonna want me for. You know what I'm saying? This guy is doing the movement coaching for Avengers. I ain't even touched that type of level yet. Why are you worried about me? That's you know a compliment. Like, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So for me, I took it as, all right, cool. And you're in America as well. If I was in LA, I can understand. You are in America. Yeah. <laughs> you got all 52 states on your side. I got England. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, come on, you're at the pinnacle point of your career. You know what I'm saying? The only thing you ain't done is being the, the main actor been the main supporting actor but you just ain't been like the the front face of the billboard poster but you don't need to you're like who they call when it comes to creatures and stuff in america right so who are you flying over here to do that for my class still sold out anyway my class was still after it still sold out anyway but but you know i'm saying that it's a shame because i would have really would have loved to work with him you know i'm saying maybe Mm -hmm. the universe and this is probably 
it happened because then I could think, you know what, if I had worked with him and he said, you know what, he wanted to do a joint thing through his company over here, I probably would have taken it. You know what I'm saying? But that happened and made me 100% like, yo, everything's just going to be through Ace and Kruja Bionics. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he wasn't supposed so yeah, everything, to. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's how I see it. But. I, I just won't discredit him and that and not because that that energy is just just not me you know what i'm saying but yeah, it yeah. is what it is no, yeah. I, listen I, but you know I, I see the beauty um and how you handle that because when somebody sees that you're doing something and then they they immediately take and try to run with that it's like okay you were threatened by me yeah to go and do something also uh Quick note on that story. When you were emailing back and forth, was it with him directly or just somebody on his team? I have no idea who it was. Okay. So what, I don't know because yeah. it's this, all I know is the same email I've been using. So when it came for my, it's like me emailing, you know, uh, you know, LorenzoGeeWorkshop.com. And when we're talking about the product, I'm getting responses. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying, you know, I'm getting responses when I'm trying to buy your thing, you know, I'm getting responses. But when, and then yeah. I tell you this, and there's and it's a homage one as well you know it's not like i'm saying hey please keep me in your database to work with you i'm saying look i'm just saying that this is what i'm going to do i hope you don't mind you know like even if it was your team that responded back or whatever you know what i'm saying but you know it never so yeah it is what it is now i feel you because i felt like i was like you know on one hand i wonder if it was just somebody on his team like that's a great idea and somebody in his team was like, hey, marketing, listen, there's a section in the world where you could actually go ahead and do this. And to me, it's still trife because you were like, hey, I'm just showing you, you know, respect. I'm saying I love what you do. I'm showing I'm paying homage to you. And they take and run with that and not even think to, you know what? Let's connect with the person. Let's connect with AC reached out. Let's connect with them and get something going. At least send them an yeah. email. But, something. Yeah. but yeah. see the way but the way they hand the way they handled it was it was foul. But see the bless up though is because that tells me that if I ever wanted to get into that field, I could reach out to Ace because you you literally said it. You was like, Hey, you can work with me if you want to, but there is somebody in the US that you can also buy from. So I don't mind taking your money. But you have options. That yeah. shows a fearless nature. Yes. That's the type of people I would rather work with. But somebody's like, I know my product's good, so I'm le- I'm putting the ball in your court. You didn't force them like, okay, give me that money now. Here's yeah. you know, like route that money to my account or yeah. go buy this. You was just like, you know what? If you want to work with me, cool. If you want to go somewhere else, cool. Because either way, I'm still going to win. And, and he yeah. wasn't vindictive either. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, and see, I, I love that. So I'm just put just putting this out there that one of these days, because we're talking about affirmations, one of these days he's going to look, and you're going to be sitting up top of him. You're like, hey, hey, you remember that time I emailed you back at such and such? Mm-hmm. You toss the <laughs> toss the keys to the whip. Park that for me. No, no. Okay, he, okay. So that's the petty areas of me coming right, right, out. Right. Okay, no, but he was hearing me out. He wasn't supposed to work with him. Like the universe mm. wanted to see where his integrity was at at that, that moment. Yeah, that was a yeah. test. And that's the test. That's his that, test. Yeah. yeah, and and that's how I see it because what I realized in life is that you have the power to choose the perception of that any experience you have mm. the power to choose no one can tell you if it's truth or false you know you can get advice but remember truth is actually what you believe 
you know for something to be true you have to believe it like for it to be true you have to believe it until somebody else comes and does something that shifts your belief system so for me i just look at situations like that that you know maybe i went back to work for him maybe he's let maybe the universe let me know that he sees me as a threat maybe this maybe that I, and i i always go on the positive side of things you know cuz that's the, it's you don't initially may, reality maybe nobody actually knows and the option is for you to choose you always have an option someone could put a gun to your head right now and they're going to shoot you you and they're going to shoot you they're going to shoot you and you can cry about it scream or you can close your eyes and be like, you know what? This is my last moment. I'm going to take it. Peace. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go see the other side. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to happen anyway. So for me, I always look at it in a situation like just, just how I could say it is that, yo, this is, this is happening and this is where it comes. And you know what? In the future, if I ever cross paths with him and, you know, we worked and everything like that, and I'll put it, I'll just put it, I'll put, I will put it in the back corner. Or I'll, I'll be like, hey, you know what? I did try to email you, da, 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 or whatever it is. But for me, the position that I want to be in and what I want to do, not even he's doing it. There's nobody in the world doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nobody, in the, there's nobody out here trying to build a creature school. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of, well, yeah, everybody's doing these one day workshops, you know, cool, you know, but no one's ever done like, a three-month workshop on creature just creature and and the fact is the thing about creature is is that yes it's subjective because if you're playing something that's not real so if you're playing an animal it's different but when you're playing something not real you can't tell somebody that this is the way because it's not real if you're playing a fantasy creature but there are some foundations that you can use in order for you to get to a certain place and then you take it where you want to get to and when you think about it creature is used in every single almost every single fantasy film that makes it number one in the world Mm -hmm. so whether it's avengers it's the hulk you know i'm saying that that that's a form of a creature you know whether it's grouped that's a creature where you go to avatar that's creature you got star wars like all of these films use it but there's no building blocks on being it apart from okay you're an actor and or maybe you get some movement training with a movement but no let's be pacific and then for me that's what i'm doing so like I'm the first I'm the first to ever do a creature class in a motion capture studio. So that happens at the end of the month. And, you know, so for me, that was something that that's a two day thing. Now, you know, you do the training outside of the studio, then you get the arm extension for a week and your own time to practice. And then you bring that knowledge into the motion capture studio so you can capture it. It's never been done before. Like, that. you know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm trying to take it to, a school level that you know you do three months you know you want one month you might be focused on dance and yoga and then the second one you're focused on method acting and using the equipment and then the third month you're focused on you know spatial awareness and motion capture like that's where i want to go with it you know what i'm saying and that's yes. my plan and that's my vision and then i've got more visions than that as well but it's just like so whoever wants to be how they want to be it's cool because I always see it, the universe is always on my side, no matter what. You know, nothing's good or bad. It's your perception of it that makes it good or bad. You know what I'm saying? It's it's nothing yes. to the soul. It's only something to me if I take it as something to me. People, you know, there's, yes, you know people, saying? are so, you listening? Are you listening to this man right now? So and and I'm just very I'm just very grateful that I've in the world that we live in, I've been able to have this type of mindset. And I'm so I'm so grateful because I know anything that goes left, well, let me not say left as in wrong because I'm left-handed. Me anything too. that goes, 
negative in a particular way, if it goes that way and it stays that way, that's because of me. That's me. That ain't the people around me or anything. That's me being around the people. Why did I, why am I energetically pulled to these people? Why, you know, because when I came out of prison, and again, when I came out of prison and my vibration had changed, before in prison, there were so many people trying to take kindness from my, as a weakness. You know that saying, trying to take my kindness as a weakness. But mm-hmm. technically, you take your own kindness as a weakness for people to then, because you attract the people of how you treat yourself. And I and I, mm-hmm. I remember, you know, people used to always say, treat people how you want to be treated. And it's fact, but then treat yourself how you want, or how you expect and want to be treated. Because if you treat yourself to a standard, if somebody don't treat you to that standard, you ain't going to stay around them. But if you don't have that kind of standard for yourself, then you're going to get people that teach you, going to just do you how you are with yourself. So if I'm vulnerable and people take that vulnerability as a weakness, it is a weakness. So people take your kindness as a weakness. But when that all stuff changed since I've been out of prison, I have never, ever, ever, ever. And I've been out of prison for almost 10 years in April. No one's ever tried to take my kindness for weakness. Good. And that has made me know that it's because of the vibrational shift within myself. Because it it used to happen a lot and now it happens no more. And that means, and it ain't because of age, because there's some people that are, you know, in their late 30s, 40s, and still having those type of experiences, whether it's with their partner or people at work or whatever. So I know all of this information. So I put everything always back to me. And therefore, I'm in control and I'm responsible of where I be and how I'm going to create. I love it, man. I love this. I, I really do. Like, just listening to how you just said your own affirmations, like, I, I'm inspired. I, I'm a changed I'm really man. Inspired. Like, <laughs> the not, person I was before is not the same person, big, big Rob, you know, after now. And also, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Yes, I am. And, okay. and Ace, I got I got to tell you, uh, when I first connected <laughs> with you, you had opened my mind up to just how like movies are created, like the motion capturing, because I had realized at that point, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a part of the movie I have legit taken for granted. And that's and just seeing you work that just made me more inspired to now when I look at a movie. You know, I think like, oh man, I wonder if Ace worked on that. I'm gonna have to share that with him. <laughs> or I wonder, I wonder how he would rate the creature motions that they had. Matter of fact, any movie that you hadn't worked on, if you had to say, give your your best that you thought was they was really good, and then one that you felt like it need more work, what would those two movies be? <gasps> you know what? It's challenging, and I say that the reason why it's challenging is because in motion capture, the animator still plays a big part. So if your movements are crap, they can fix it. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to judge whether that was mostly the actor or the animator done a lot of work. So for instance, like many people don't know that, you know, with Gollum, a lot of the, uh, the when Andy Serkis done Gollum from Lord of the Rings, the facial thing wasn't on properly. So therefore it was animators you know post it doing all the facial expressions to then apply it to the stuff you know what i'm saying and nobody mm. would know that you know what i'm saying so uh and you know you know if andy seconds ever see this i'm sorry i'm just I'm just being to be honest about the end the industry i still love you but it's just like <laughs> don't it's just like you don't you don't know that so you can't really tell whether that's all them or not unless you're behind the scene and you witness that person's movement to be like 
okay, cool. So the reason why Planet of the Apes is number one for me is just because I've seen Andy Circus show demonstrations on what he did. I've oh, seen God. it with my eye to be like, okay, yeah, all right, cool. Because outside of that, being honest, like even this, all right, so even you guys have probably seen how I move, but when you see the deviants in Eternals, they're like 10 times the size of me. So like, you can't really say that was all me. If you understand what I'm saying, they yeah. might have taken, they used me on set to, you know, be in all the placements, get all the fight beats right, to get all the positioning right. And, you know, they 3D scanned me. So, yeah, they might have taken some of me, but these are mystical creatures that, you know, are big and, you know, like some are like, they're like 10 foot. And, you know, if you see the advert, look at the size of them. None of them are human size. I'm a human. So it's like, how much can I claim for it? But what I can claim for it is that I gave, the reference point great material where they kept me on for the home film see mm-hmm. what i'm saying and then motion capture wise it, with like video games i can look back and see i can look back and watch see what i've done and when they put it onto the, the character i can look back and be like okay that worked okay maybe i want to change this and change that but if you are not working behind the scenes you won't know. So realistically, the, the films, I can't really judge it on that aspect mm. because it's motion capture. If it was like non-motion capture now and it was like, you know, like theatre and something where you can see them physically and, and all of that, you can tell like, because obviously that's why they're stunt doubles, you know? Like some of the stuff people see when you see the actor's face, it's because they've done face replacement. So you know, if they can do face replacement on a real life human being and it happens so quick and you don't even know it was face replacement, you know, because what will happen in the film is all right. What they will do is they might get the stunt person to do a lot of the stuff. All right. But when it comes to you seeing their face very particularly, they might put the actor in that part to do something and then swap it back around. Gotcha. So you're getting a combination of both. But when it gets to like the real staring point, that's the actor. So, you know what I'm saying? Of course, everybody knows that there are stunt doubles out there. But if, if you can face replacement that good, then I can't judge anyone to say, okay, yo, this film is that. The only films that, the only time how you could judge something is basically whether you look at it to say, was that motion capture or was that hand animated? Because gotcha. when it's hand yeah. animated, you can tell the difference. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a there's certain things that they may, they're not going to be able to get just because there's not, not not a human dead, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, that's it, but I can't really judge it on <laughs> that. I can, all I can say the best is Planet City Apes, and the only reason why is because I've seen behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I've seen behind the scenes. I've seen they used the arm extensions. I've seen that they he fully acted. They made the equipment and the software for it. So that's why, and that's why it was such a big thing because some of the technology on 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 planets of the apes was never used before you know that was they built it for that it took motion capture to the next level you know what i'm saying and that's yeah. why weta which is the biggest vfx company in the world because of what they created was the reason why they are basically the leader in vfx and that's why you hear when you hear people filming in new zealand it's because of Weta. So, you know, Avatar and all that, it's because of Weta. Lord of the Rings is out there. The Weta. Planets of the Apes, Weta. Just because it's it, the, what they do. You know, even on Eternals, you had all of these different 
companies you had ilm which is you know based it was around the star wars but their own company then you had mpc you had all of these people but when it came to dealing with uh, in fact avengers is the main thing all a lot of the films worked in it like ilm would have worked in it because ilm is owned by disney but when they dealt with thanos that was wetter Mm. (laughs) you know what i'm saying so it's just like you can't you can't really like distinguish how much of the actor was used unless you were behind the scenes to watch it and then compare it and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, that, that was a so, good job. So so let me ask you a question. Is there any um, motion capture company or like Disney-like company that you see yourself working with? You know, because we've been talking about manifesting destiny, speaking things into existence. Is there anything that, you know, any any avenue you want to go down to like, you know, I really want to work with this company or this or this movie series. Yeah, it, it, will, it will be movie series now and okay. my position in the movie series. That's what it would be because it's like you you work, you want to work with a particular company because of what they produced. You know what I'm saying? So you want to work with Marvel, you have to work with Disney. You know what I'm saying? And I've done it. I've done it twice now and I'm, and I'm going on to another one. And but it's like Mandalorian. Well, I, Mandalorian I, you know what I I've, I wanted to I've wanted to do Star Wars I've done Star Wars but as a stunt as a stunt man and that's why I say and that's why I keep saying you got to be specific because I put all of my remember I used to keep what I wanted on my phone so it was like work for Netflix work for Marvel work for Star Wars yeah. work for Jurassic Park I've done two but Star Wars is not what I wanted to do but I've done Star Wars I just said you know but that's why I have to be specific so as a creature actor you know I want to do the big ones jurassic park oh yeah jurassic park i would love to do behind the scenes and they saw me in my digi legs and my tail and all of that you know so it's basically where those type of films would give my name and what i do the biggest boost so yes we've got marvel under the bag so there's for me there's star wars left and then there's jurassic park they're like the two films where creature are mainly heavily used but what i really want to do which is what i'm doing in my next film which is work with the actor and teach them movement and stuff but me my main thing i want to do i have to i have to be on a billboard ace lead actor bang something like planets of the apes where i get to be you know physically in it yeah voice in it different voice from you know because i I do voices and different voice different physicality and i'm the lead that's like my own personal goal for my for creature bionics the, what i want to manifest is the the school having the school and when when creature bionics get because now we we do a motion capture i got my own motion capture suit as well which is like the high-end version outside of a studio you know and again i always do things like i said i do things what other people don't do i look at it from who's not doing it being black and then I look at it like who's not doing it at all. So when I looked at, uh, you know, Andy Circus. So when you look at, and this is a great book. Anybody listening, get the book, Immutable, the Twenty Two Immutable Laws of Marketing. For me, it's the greatest marketing book of all time. The Twenty Two Immutable Laws of Marketing. So basically, what it says is that look, when you think of mocap, you have to think of Andy Circus because mm-hmm. he put it on the map. He weren't the first to create it. He weren't the first to do it. But because of Gollum that pushed him on the map. Mm. So he, you can't take that away. No one can ever replace it. It's like over here in the UK, 
Idris Elba is the biggest black actor, no matter who comes after him or whatever, because he really broke America, like really broke it. Like there has been other people, but he broke it, had a lead, main lead, all of that. He's done that. So you can't push past it, even if you're a better actor and whatever. He's the godfather. But in the My Creature world, okay, people look at Andy Serkis, Mocap, but then who's the first black actor to be so? There ain't nobody. Whether it's America, whether it's the UK, no one can tell me the biggest black creature actor in the world. There's there's no... We're speaking to him. Right now. Hey. So, so you see what I'm saying? So that's the title that I want to, to acclaim for and that's what I want to achieve. And for, so for that's with Creature, but with Creature Bionics, what I want is, is what I'm working towards is Lorenzo's doing a film or Disney's doing a film, whatever's doing a film. They bring me on as the movement coach, you know, to create the coordination. Then they, they use my equipment and I bring the actors who can use the equipment. So that's my role in that film. You know what I'm saying? As what that's for Creature Bionics, what I want for Creature Bionics. And, it's already slowly happening. Like I've passed people on jobs because I can't be able to make it and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm working for, for Creature Bionics, the school and that type of position that they call me. They know, okay, these are the creatures. We want you to help, help create the physicality, the personality, bring the equipment that you have and the actors that you believe are able. So they don't need to cast. They trust me that I bring them on. So that means I'm able to bring in people that may have never had that. That, that that opportunity you know what i'm saying because i i might i've trained one of my friends to use the arm extension i'm saying look your physique your physique and everything you're not an actor but guess what there might be a day when i get called and they may need a a, a, a guy of your size to, so learn this because it's gonna the day is gonna come you know what i'm saying so it's 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 that and again so that's for for, for that's for creature binders as an actor for me that's that but in all in all is the fact that I, because I, I do talks in schools. So when I do talks in schools and everything, I haven't done for a long time because of Corona. And now because I'm going to be on a project till June, it's like when I go into a school and speak to the youth and speak to the younger generation and I tell them my life, what I, how I lived before and what I'm doing now, like, like, can you imagine if, you know, Idris Elba or Will Smith or whatever came to your school to come and speak to you, to tell you certain things when you were growing up, like, I don't, I'm, and I'm not saying they don't do it because I've seen that they've done it, but I want to do it where I'm doing it regularly when I'm not working because I don't charge to, to go into school. You know what I'm saying? I've been paid because they offer it to me. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, all right, cool. But I don't charge just because there might be a young, especially black boy in there that if I say, yo, you can't, you know, you, you owe me 250 pound or 300 or 500 pound for the hour. Mm -hmm. Somebody's missing out on information that could off not will, but could have planted a seed that grows 10 years from now. So I ain't going to let money block me because I do believe you have to do something from your heart that has nothing in return apart from your self-fulfillment. Because as an actor, I'll be real straight with you. As an actor, I don't feel fulfilled. I'm proud. You know, that's, that's acting. Yes. It's, about, it's, it's also about ego. You know, you're watching me perform. It's about me, you know. That's that's my outlet. That's my ego's outlet. That's the pride, proud and everything. But I'm not fulfilled. I'm not going to be fulfilled being the greatest actor in the world. I'm not going to be fulfilled. But what will come from that is that being in that position, what I can 
go and do. You know, plant Kim, seeds. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can plant seeds. If Kim Kardashian or, or, or anybody with the amount of followers they had and they said, you know, learn about the power of your mind. There's something you can achieve you don't even know. People are going to be like, yo, what, what are you talking about? Or go read <laughs> go read the, the 22 Laws about immunity. Or go read the Hermetica. Of course, you're going to have other people on the other side like, oh, devil, blah, blah, blah. But there is going to be a substantial amount of people that are gonna go and look in that book. Yeah. You know what I I'm just saying? wrote it down. <laughs> and yeah. so it's like I wanna be in a position where if I tweet, you know, say post something, you know, on something that's got to do with self self development or anything like that, that there's a good amount of people that would just go and do it and it helps them. I don't need to know it helps you. That that helps you. So for me, achieving all of these things that I achieve is the fact that if I go into a school and I'm in that great position, cause I, I know the reaction I already have cause, cause of the names of stuff that I've worked on. So that's the difference. When I go into a school and I tell them the names, the names of what I've worked on makes them go. <gasps> Whereas if Will Smith walks into school, the name Will Smith makes them go. <gasps> you understand? Yeah. So I want to be in that position where I go into the school and when you're like, <gasps> your mind opens up. You're like, <gasps> your mind just goes, shing, it's open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you, you, Your mind's open, you know, like it's supreme open. I got to talk about what I do and then did it and then it becomes open. And it's how you speak. And sometimes it's not the message, it's the messenger. But I want to be that when I walk in there, they know who I am and they know. It, and that going to come from, and I believe that's going to come from the gift of me being a performer to get myself onto a platform. When I gain that platform, I have to make sure that I'm serving what I believe is part of my mission. Because if I don't and I get trapped within my ego, something's going to happen to balance it out, which normally brings you back down. Ace. So for me, I, I, there has to be certain things you do with your what I believe is your heart, where it's all about the give and not receiving anything apart from the satisfaction within yourself. So, yeah. you know, if I give a homeless person money, which I do, I don't need to post about it. I, I don't need to post that I give them money. Or I don't even need to hear a thank you. I have to. You have to be at that point where you give some. You, if you can give a homeless person money that you're not, you're, you don't even think if they don't say thank you, that it doesn't affect your ego because then it wasn't. That means you had expectation, and if you have expectation, expectation comes from the ego part itself. Whereas heart is just about giving. I give you this money. I've put. You know, I might put money in a homeless person's thingy while they're sleeping. They ain't even know. They don't even know who did it. They don't. Yeah. Even, they don't know. You know what I'm saying? And those are the things that I want to do. Of course, I can say it to you now because it never happened like yesterday. Oh, yeah, yesterday I done this and no one knows. There's no video, no nothing. So, but it's for me, because I can't be in a school, I, I, I'll do that. So I might keep change on me just so I can give somebody change, you know, or something yeah. like that. And they're little things or when I go into a school, I don't charge, you know, unless they're making me go like super far, be like, okay, can you, cover the travel yeah, or so but even if they couldn't and they said they couldn't all right cool i'm like you know what i've earned enough money to go xoxo and my partner understands that like that is my my thing i have to keep for free i can't charge for it because it's like if i charge for going into schools there's gonna be a school that won't be able to afford it mm-hmm. and then it's like what do I, what am i doing with my heart me loving my children ain't just heart based they're my children so i already have a perception that i should love them anyway because they're my children so that that yeah. that's the biggest thing that I want to manifest is create this because when I create this, I like I said, I like to call myself the mental activist. I want people to 
really see that you can really, if you change the shift in yourself mentally through understanding self, you can achieve anything. And I don't want to be one of those people where I'm doing a seminar and I'm charging everyone $500. No, if I'm a multimillionaire, I'm going to do a free seminar, spend my free ass money. You can come because you know what? I'm good. You know, if it costs 10 grand to get the place and whatever, a hundred grand, I'm a multimillionaire. That, that shouldn't be that, that. So let, let's yeah. do a seminar. Not let's not, let's not do a seminar where it's a taste of one. You come for free, but the real program is like however much. No, 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 no. Ace, you are a living, business. breathing Ted, Ted talk to me. Basically. Yeah. I mean, for free though, like you're yeah, for free. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to do, I, I would love to do a seminar and you know, like, I'm going to show you guys something that I ain't even showed that much people yet, but I'm going to show you guys something. One second. Wait right there. One second. All right. We're here. This man is amazing. He is. You might want to come around so you can see it. Yeah. You're going to have to. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have to describe it too. Because so one of these days, folks, we'll we'll be on video for sure. Oh, he blur yourself. I, 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 no, I didn't. I, I actually, I kept the blur off. I took the blur off. So All right, no, so I'm we're not. we're looking. <laughs> so yeah, so like even this. So I'm I'm gonna show you this because it's gonna come out next month. So basically, this is the alphabet of positive words. So for me, what I remember when I told you, like, cool, what I done, Eternals is like, okay, I want to have two investments that one that brings money and one that does brings money but also has a purpose so for me this is something that i created which is the the alphabet of positive words so instead of having a for apple or b for banana you know what i'm saying or c for cake when you open it up it's more okay um b is for beautiful oh, and then you have the caption i am beautiful you know what i'm saying and oh. then you have it you know, C is creative and I am creative and you go all the way and it's it's like that. And I used emojis. Hold on, I gotta go back over. Hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got, you you just sat on, down so fast without <laughs> looking. No, because I wanted to hear what he was saying. That's why. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Like, e is for ethical, is for I am ethical. ethical. Okay. If you you know go all the way there, J is for joyful. And that mom, you can get you can get one. And then so stuff like that. And again for me it's because I wanted to do something where in this for neighborhood, you know, yeah, it's it. for, it's for, it's for, for the youth. And I didn't, you know, make it black children or white children, because then if you do that, you then, you know, you push yourself out from connecting with everyone because mm. yes, I am, you know, I'm, I'm black. I'm proud. That's, that's why I am. But again, even that is a label because you know, the great, 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 great ancestors didn't have to label, you know what I'm saying? We just lived the lion doesn't need to say, yo, that's a lion from India. You know what I'm saying? You were lying. I'm a lion. All right, cool. We're going we to war because that's what we know to do for territory reasons. You know, the lion don't hunt the gazelle unless it's hungry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It don't yeah. hunt the gazelle unless it's hungry. So for me, it's like, I don't want I've said, you know, make it emojis, make it different, make it more universal. And it's really about let's help children build their self-esteem. Let's help. How can I help help children build their self-esteem from a young age? And obviously understanding, you know, apart from psychology and everything, 
alphabets is one of the first things we teach our children. So mm-hmm. we teach our children A for amazing, B for beautiful. And yes, they may not be able to say the words from that age, but if we just teach them that from young, from young, and then as they get older, there's parts in the book that, you know, show about, okay, when they reach this age, do this little task with them, this task with them. Hopefully it can help plant the seed of your child's self-esteem, like give a plant. And then obviously it's for you as the parent to continue it because never nothing, one thing is ever enough, but there's a start there. You see what I'm saying? So that's, that's, what i wanted to do and again that that that's one of the things that i'm like okay i need to to have something like that i had that idea for like four years just sitting there but again when marvel happened <laughs> marvel money was good money man yeah, right, right, like, right. <laughs> it was like you know we, we we're gonna do we're gonna do some things with that you know what i'm saying and again like this is supposed to, to i want it to come up for, for next month again i'm just now focusing on okay what i realized in businesses again and even now you know i'm I'm building my own i'm building the arm extensions now myself you know i'm building them now myself because the guy that used to make them can't make them for for reasons and it's like okay no one else seems to be able to make them and there's people that can make them but when they see them they don't understand it yeah because you have to break it down to them because of yeah. course there's people that can like so it's like I learned it and now I make it myself. And what I realized that a lot of people in business, when you start a business or you do business, they're focused on the business and the product, which is perfect, but they ain't focused on what happened if the demand goes through the roof. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you started this business, you know, you started this business, but what happens if tomorrow you get a hundred thousand customers. Have you even got the have you even got the resources to supply a hundred thousand? Mm. So that's the only reason why I've not dropped the book yet, because it's like I need to make sure the setup that I have in case it, you know, the universe says, Hey, when you drop this book, damn, there's a million, that's a million sales in one day. I, you know, if it happens, can I meet it? If I can't meet it, I'm not dropping it yet. Because then I, if I drop it now, I'd be like, Hey, look, I got this book and then I'm expecting low value. So, you know, low hits. So I'm like, you know what? I need to make sure that if this happens, which is what I want to happen, I can keep the demand. And therefore that's when I'm going to bring out the book. So, and it took like almost two years to do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, again, this is something that I want to do. And then, and you know, if I'm super successful, like, when I'm super successful, let me not say it. yes, yes. I can turn around and you know, I can go and hand out these books to, to, to parents for free. Like, you know, here, take this, you know, take that, take this. Like, you yes. know, because I'm ble- I'm blessed already. You know what I'm saying? I'm financially yes. blessed already. I don't need to, I need to get there. But when I'm there, I don't want to just do, you know, just do charity, you know, where I just give money to charity. That's easy. I want to do free, free, good two day workshop where I'm talking for three four hours because i can talk for england i can talk for america too like i can talk forever you know what i'm saying so if you guys don't cut this we're gonna be here till tomorrow this has been this has been a the most inspirational show i think we've ever had i uh, appreciate it man Word, the Lord, amounts of information this and knowledge this man has passed on to us is a blessing that i am eternally grateful for i mean to speak to you honestly, I've been going like like I said earlier in this podcast, I've been going through some trials right now that 
I now un- understand what I need to do to o- to overcome them. Now you've given me that information, so I'm eternally grateful for that. Thank no, you. I I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. I really do. And because for me, realistically, like I believe everybody knows, you know. And I think Chris said it right. Like you know, am I saying the right name right? Is it Chris? What is it's it? Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. She said it like your higher self already knows. You know what I'm saying? And it's just that. Sometimes it takes the voice of somebody else to say something in a way and then it just goes, oh, yeah, you know, and and we know it, but it's just like you just need to hear it from an outside voice subconsciously to just verify it because it's just like, when I was listening to something yesterday, it's like no medication can work in your body at all if your cells didn't have receptors already that recognize the things that are in that medication. That's what what I was listening to a scientist yesterday. So when you take a particular drug, what that does for you is already enhance what you already have within you. It enhances already, or it can't work. It it understands that information and it it propels to go up because that's how medication has to work because it already gives you what you have, but boosts it, you know? So we already have it. So it's the same with certain things that you know you need to do. It's already there. So therefore, when you do feel like, right, that's that's it that's the one it was already there because then you wouldn't have been able to receive it you understand what i'm saying in yeah a way, it's, it's, it's a it's, it's a it's already there and it's just like you know sometimes we just need and this is why we're social beings sometimes we just need the the outside you know two people it takes two people to make one you know what i'm saying we you know mm-hmm. human beings define maths you know two people to make one there's no other maths out there where one plus one equals one you know what i'm saying like we, we we do that and so we are social beings and so i'm grateful and I, like i said to you i messaged you and i'm like i was thinking damn i'm doing a podcast but hold up didn't didn't a brother holler at me saying yo he want to do this podcast i was like yo let me go hit him up because i'm like yo you know i and i wanted to reach back out you know what i'm saying and i'm telling you i don't i don't always do it because not for anything it's just because like i'm so caught up and busy but i'm like yeah oh, no, this is this is a brother's podcast he reached out to me let me shot him back you know and i did not know all i'm telling you now all of the podcasts i've done or webinars i've done it's it's always been around you know creature bionics the acting like this is the first one where we're like we've gone like it just felt like it was more about the other stuff yeah and being in depth in that and i love that you said i'm saying like you know it weren't just about you know ace marvel creature which i don't mind because whatever the person wants to talk about i'm happy to talk about but i can never do a podcast or anything and not even my workshops i can never do a podcast i can never do a workshop and not throw in something about self self because i i can't i literally i don't really believe in can't but i just literally can't not talk about it when i do workshops on acting or or creature there's always something to do with self development in it because it's just like you know the information i can't and they say it the the book kabbalion says it if you have knowledge and you do not share then it is like it's like a violation to the universe yes yes you're gonna (laughs) think i'm crazy i was talking about this with one of my friends uh, a few days ago because i was like i had i i i have a lot of knowledge you can ask these two i just i have it and i I give it freely and then people be like why not i said look 
I feel like you should share knowledge. I said, this is what's always been on my heart. You share knowledge because whether you use it today or 10 years from now, it's going to, it's going to resonate and it's you share it because that is what you're supposed to do. If you don't share it, you block not only your blessings, that other person's blessings, but I wanted to say two things real quick. I think that your main purpose, like you have two purposes in life and this is how the universe is kind of using you right now. This is really weird. Um, but one purpose is the universe wants you to be the, the universe and God wants you to help people that he, they want you when I say they, because I know some people don't believe God is a man. So I'm saying they, um, they want you to help people reach people and get them to their higher selves, not just their higher self, but be better who they are inside and unlock it. But they also understand that the money ain't coming that way as it should, mm-hmm. because you're giving it freely of heart. Hence why your motion caption stuff is always supplementing it and keeping and helping you out with that, with like with that. So it's like they gave you two wonderful gifts and they know one, you're going to help others and they know it yeah. in your heart and their heart and their, and they know what your purpose is. And that's why you are like, I'm doing this for free. I'm not, I'm not asking for money. Maybe yeah. I'll ask you to pay for gas, maybe a lunch. That's like the most I'll ask. You're doing it for free. Cause you know, you're going to help somebody out and the universe loves and appreciates that. But they're also like, Hey, we also know you need to, stay afloat and because of your energy it's like that's why it keeps giving you these opportunities and these uh, yeah. these things the other thing is um this is so weird please forgive me please, please forgive me <laughs> oh lord um there's a reason why you had to let go your lawyer doing this retrograde and a better one's coming i don't know when don't know when at all but a better one is coming and everything you're dealing with i don't know i don't think it's this year but at least by the end of next year maybe it should be on the right path yeah maybe thank you I, I, I believe I believe you know and I believe you and like everything you're saying I 100% believe you like because even like with the, the obviously the home office situation that you guys probably seen because you know me being born and grown here and then my mom coming here blah blah and committing crime all of that you know I I know for a fact that if I focused all my energy on making it change it would change but if yeah. I focus all my energy on that you know I, I'm not bringing in, I'm not going to be able to bring in the money because I can't, I realize that I can't be half and half in, in so-and-so, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I have to be like at least 90%, you know, I can give 10% to one thing and whatever, but I have to be like, yo, 90% to a hundred percent in it for, it for it to happen, you know? And I've seen it from stuff I've done when I've stopped something and I said, you know, I'm going to do this and do that. And, it, and it's happened. And so I believe, I've always believed that, my home office situation is 100% going to change. Like, I know for a fact it's going to go in my favor. I've, I've believed that from day one. I've spoken to, you know, people that do readings, you know, and they've, they've confirmed it and everything. Again, I don't know the time. That's, that's fact. I don't know the time when it comes to the physical time, but I know. I just, I yes. it's, it's, it's not even a feeling. It's just a knowing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And in regards to the, what you said first, Chris, about, you know, the opportunities for for what I'm doing, Mocat to to using it. I 100% believe that, and I believe that you know, if my mission wasn't bigger than myself, then I probably wouldn't get certain of the opportunities that I get. That's just me because I just feel like because it's bigger than me, and they know, like I know, I know what I'm doing. When and this is how I discovered it for me. I know that I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing when I go somewhere, like do a talk in a school and I'm hungry before I go. And when I finish that talk, I am no longer hungry. When I discovered this was happening as a pattern, I was like, 
this is feeding me. Like this is literally feeding me. I could go and be hungry and I could talk with someone or I could do a talk and the hunger is gone. Like I'm no longer hungry for food. So I discovered that. And as a performer, I knew I was given the talent to perform and to then have the mindset to always think outside of the box and go to do what no one else is doing to then create from that and earn from it. Cause the, the opportunities is just flying. Like it's flying. Like what I mean, flying is flying right now. Like it's flying. And I used to always say before I was working all the time, I'm working all the time. Like you'll say, hey, how, how's acting going? Yeah. I'm always working. Like, I'm always on a job. And realistically, yeah, I wasn't always on set and whatever mentally I was always working on getting it. But now it's just like physically, like the next, I finished this job, this Marvel uh, next month and then I'm on the next one till June and then you know that's like that's like unless something splits up in the way that to stop that that's like eight months worth of earnings with that eight months worth of earnings that's like a form of security that I know okay I can do this I can manifest this financially I can do this I can do this you know I can put money towards this business I can put money towards that and you know then when I go into a school when I get the chance and the opportunity to it's just like boom, I can turn around and say this, 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 this. But like I said, when I get to that Will Smith level, like that for me, I can't wait till I go into a school. Like I literally cannot wait. I've, I've, I've worked to, when I was in my teenage days, I, I've, I'd done my, my star signature from then. I thought about who I would thank on, on my speeches and <laughs> everything and all of that from long, from years ago, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. and my mom's always told me what she's dreamt as well. So it's for like, for me, but I know it's going to come. I just don't know the timing, but when it does come and the opportunity does come, the universe knows I'm going to run with it and run with it and run with it to the max because I just do believe that a purpose for me and I can, and you know, I'll share this with you as well. And as Chris is listening, I remember the most powerful dream I ever had in my whole entire life, ever, ever had the most powerful dream I ever had is one time I was in this dark space, dark, dark, and there was this childlike figure. And I knew anything I asked this, this being, this childlike being, anything I wanted to know, I would know the answer. I knew if I asked when I'm going to die, I would know everything. And I asked them, I said, ah, oh, because these are the time when I was doing, I think I was doing rapping or whatever. And I said, oh, am I meant to rap or be a musician? And they, and they said, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then yep. they said, and I said, what, what, what about a dancer? And then, mm, yeah. And then I said, okay, what, what did I come here to be? And he said, you came here to be a gladiator. And then boom, dream, dream. Uh, I woke wow. Up. So it's just like, when I speak to my mom and I look at all the things that I'm doing, I really am, I really am champion for people. And it's not just, yes, there's a special thing because I'm black, because in this society we've, you know, we've come with the label. So there's a certain setup that I've seen when it comes to young blacks and everything. So there's a, there's a more core passion in it, but just people in general, human beings in general, like anybody going through a particular thing because they don't have the belief or, the mindset i just want to drop a seed in there and be like yo listen you know this is what you are capable of you know nobody teaches us that our, our parents can teach us that because you know why they they didn't know and they were just so focused on keeping a roof over your head you know what i'm saying but 
we are in a position now with the generation and the information out there and you have to be mindful what information you take in but we have information to just go on youtube right now and type in power of the mind and there'll be so many things come up before 20 years ago you probably have to go and find a book you know and then you have to guess what book is the right book you know so it's just like I just believe that everything Chris said, I do believe it. And it gives me the opportunities to create, earn, and then from that create, go in there. Because my ultimate goal, my ultimate career goal, fully like above everything else is to be a talent developer. That's what I want to do. See talent, develop them, and put them out there. So it mixes both of my worlds. It makes the performance world and it mixes the the world of self-development and it brings it as one. So, cause I've always had an eye for when, when someone has something. So that's one of my things I've been able to do. I, I could talk with someone mm-hmm. and if they're telling me that they're doing something, it will come to me, but I can't, I can't be like, okay, Lorenzo, tell me what you're doing. And then you do it. Cause now I'm not, it's not that self. I'll just be talking with someone and I'll tell them something and they'll tell me something. I'll be like, if you do that and you go running with it, that this is where you end up and I've seen it I've witnessed it I've seen it and I when I was young I used to always be able to tell what song was going to go number one or be in the top 10 you could just I could hear it and be like bang this is number one this is going to be number one and I've always got it right so I know that for me I my end goal like what would I do if I had a hundred million and I know I'm not going to just want to be a performer for some production I'm going to want to produce myself but for me talent development you know taking someone that has it they don't know it and then just just taking it and showing them um, this is where you this is what you really are we're gonna get there and then boom run off in the world go do your thing you know that's, that's kind of what you're doing go. now yeah it's it's, it's going to happen yeah man. in your 40s yeah, yeah. you got like yeah, yeah. a few more uh, things yeah. to hit before your 40s and then in your 40s you're going to start doing it it's going to be you're going to see the gradual switch at 38 by 42 you'll have a whole agency Okay, cool. Because I told myself, no matter what I'm doing at 50, I said, I said, no matter what I'm doing at 50 years old, I don't care what I'm doing. This transition has to happen. There's, I said, the 50 was like, I'm 50. That's it. Because that I would do for the rest of my life, like to the end. And yeah, I'm doing it on a on a on a level like when I do my workshops and stuff. But I want it to be like you know, Lorenzo, you you have your company. You have your your record label because work with musicians and everything. And you're like, look, I've got this this singer and, you know, I believe da-da-da-da. All right, pass, him to, pass her or, he, or she to me for, for six months. When that person comes back to you, that person is going to be the level of who they, 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 they should know hey, they are. And they're hey, just going to do hey, that. Listen, That's what we, I want. Yes. And listen, we can speak that to existence. Uh, my artist is actually working um, on her EP. And I, I love how you just merged that in because a lot of times on the podcast is you no, know, I'm one of those people I work behind the scenes, and then when something happens, like all right, hey, boom, this is what I've been working on. Um, but she's working on an EP, and one of her friends like really wanted to work on her next music video, so I'm just waiting till she gets to a level, and I will connect. I'm like, hey, you know what? Got some ideas for a music video because what artists, especially independent artists, like what you don't understand is that everything you put together, your packaging it makes more the difference, especially when you're an independent artist, because you need those eyes when it comes to marketing, but yeah. also make sure your videos is telling the story. So I will legit go ahead and reach out to you. Say, Hey, you yeah, know what? I got some man. ideas. Let's make it, let's make it pop and see that. hundred percent. I love it. Like that's, that's my vision. You know what I'm saying? And like, 
I, I try not to get sidetracked because my friend has asked me like, hey, Ace, didn't I got this? Da, 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 da. And I'll say yes, but it doesn't happen. And that's good because I don't I try not to get sidetracked. Like, you know, people come with different you. opportunities and I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. But because it was my friend, I was like, all right, cool, we'll do this. But mm. yeah, I, he never called back. And that's good because that was the universe. Like, don't get sidetracked. Just stay where you're yeah. going. Because once you're there everything else just falls into place. Like yep. it just, mm-hmm. when you're, when you're at, come on, man, when you're at that level, like again, Will Smith or whatever, when they say, UK, okay, I'm going to, Will Smith can turn around and say, I'm opening up a massage parlor in LA. It's going to, it's, it's going to be packed. Yeah. It's going to be fully booked like all the time. You know, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're there in that, uh, you know, Will Smith's going to do a festival. It's going to, it's going to sell out. You know, Drake, Drake could come to the UK, right? Drake could come to the UK tomorrow in the daytime and say, I'm doing a show at Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Which only gives people about seven or eight hours to get ready, buy the ticket. Yeah. And it will sell out. Yeah. <laughs> you and know yeah, what I'm and, yeah. And you see, and you even see that with their, um, just with their social media alone. You go ahead, you see a tweet, they just posted it. And then if you just refresh it, they've already got 30, 40, 50 replies, 100 likes. And it's that it's that energy and people and people are legit tuned in. So, yeah, if he does say I'm doing a surprise show today, come to such and such uh, at this place. This is yeah. This is how much money is going to come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Instantly gone. And that's the position I want to be in for the positive stuff that I want to do. And yeah, of course, for financial stuff that I want to do, but anything I do financial, it has to serve some type of purpose. You know, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to open up a McDonald's franchise and I don't, I don't see McDonald's as a, as a food for our children. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to do it now. That would be like, I didn't do movement classes online. People ask me to do movement classes online. And I'm like, during the whole Corona time, I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it because yeah, you know, I would have made some money, but, you can't really show and help someone with movement over the internet. Right. You can't. I, I don't believe you can. So do I look down on the people that did it? No, because obviously you needed to change in order to earn your money. So you got bills to pay. But me personally, I couldn't do it. So I know if I financially get involved in something to make money, it just still has to serve some type of purpose to help, whether it's help you to get A from B mentally or, you know, food wise or, you know, anything. It just has to be something that I'm like, you know what? No, this would be good for that person for this reason. You Your know what friend in gonna... the background. <laughs> yeah. You can hear the cat in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get out of the room. So, um, so yeah. But like, so yeah, man. But yeah, that, that, that's it. And it's been a, you know, it's really, honestly, it's been a pleasure talking. I'm so glad that I've done it and so glad that I, you know, reconnected and, and, and done it and, mm. you know, spoke. And even like hearing Chris with her, with her, her knowledge, you know, it's just like, it's just amazing to, to hear certain things. Cause I've not, apart from my mom telling me stuff about my astrology, you know what I'm saying? Anybody else, it would have to be paid or, you know, or you, you see them advertising it, but I'm kind of like, you know, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, but it's like for her to say things that she didn't know personally about me and then to do that. And it's just, it's just like a recreation. Yeah. Chris, of, yeah, high in the knots, you know what I'm saying. And even talking to you, like I've done so many podcasts, but I like I enjoy doing it because it's like when I talk, it's like I'm reaffirming to myself as well. That's why I never yeah. really say, I never say no to them. If someone wants to do it, I do it, and I don't ask for no money, no matter what. If I've got the time, I will, and it, that won't change because it's like 
it's also reaffirming when I talk about what I want to do, mm-hmm. it's also reaffirming for me and myself. Okay. Yeah. A stay on the track. So it yes. helps me in my own particular way. And that's why I, I've never not done a podcast when somebody's asked me or whatever. You see what I'm saying? It's only just so, time. Yeah. Because as hey. soon as I leave you guys, I'm going back to go build my arm extensions again because I got my car, so I need to make them. So, well, Ace, I, I just yeah, have right. one last question uh, before I leave you here. Now, oh, my no, coworker no. is prejudiced wait, wait. against orcas. Wait. Okay, and I just wanted to ask to you know if you no, could wait, do me a favor second. and tell oh, her. Let me get a cat out. Let me get a cat. So oh, okay. Screaming. What is it? We're not going to do this today. I will. I. I won't. I won't. I won't. We going okay. we going to talk about this in post game because we're recording a post game. Okay, for Patreon. Yeah, bro. Now, you can ask you can ask as much uh, questions as you need. Uh, trust oh, me. Oh, oh, I just have I'm one last one. Um, can you tell her that orcas are beautiful creatures that deserve our respect and are not violent, oh, molesting my. things? Uh, Who said that? Say that again. Chris. Chris does not like orcas. It's based orcas. in science. <laughs> It, what, what from what though? Orcas from no, just orcas in general. She, she, she. I'm not a fan of killer whales because, like dolphins, oh I feel gosh. like they're terrorists to marine oh life. And there's yeah. enough documented evidence <laughs> oh, okay, for it. Okay, but and, okay. Uh, I, you know, the, the maddest thing is orcas. Ki- killer whales are my favorite animals. <laughs> ah! Ha! Favorite. Thank you. They're my favorite Thank you. animals. They're, they're actually my favorite. Did you see that? We've come full circle. You, Thank you. Did you see the um? The story? It was a it, a lady had posted on TikTok how a sea lion jumped on a boat. Did you see that video? No, which one? No. All right, it was floating around on Twitter. A sea lion jumped on this lady's boat. Oh and, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen it. Yeah, and it was so. Uh, of course, you know, Twitter, like, running wild with it. Everybody had jokes. Like, you listen, the sea lion is trying to get away from the school of orcas because they, uh, a part of orcas, they actually showed up. They were chasing the sea lion. The sea lion jumped onto the boat for safety. But the woman didn't want the, the sea lion on the boat. And she's like, you got to jump off the boat. So people had jokes about the sea lion and they was like, you know, the sea lion really just wants her to start the boat. I mean, there were captions and everything. It was hilarious. But then it got to the point where the internet course got divided and they're mad over the sea lion. Like, why are you just going to let the sea lion jump back? You should have started the boat. Some people were like, well, yeah, but she didn't want to hurt the orcas. We ended up talking about the story. We found out that Chris was not a fan of orcas. And <laughs> I'm going to take a little, I'm going to take a little bit of this, this uh, credit here for this responding because we were having a conversation in a, a war room where we tried to get the stories together and I was just like, you know, that last episode, it was only on Patreon, but the start of this episode, we got into it. And I was just like, you know, I'm fascinated by this because I was like, Chris, you don't, you don't like orcas. But then Rob, it was just like, yeah, we need to talk about that. <laughs> and it became a discussion. So like when this episode uh, drops later today, um, I'm going to drop you a link because we're all audio with it. That yeah. first, the first couple minutes literally i had to time them on a debate i was like we're gonna do this you get you get i think it was it was two minutes it was two minutes to plead your case which i got my own thoughts about that by the way because i feel like chris <laughs> eviscerated you well 
Uh, but uh, you know what? You know what? I just uh, I'm on the comeback because uh, if Ace likes more Borgas, no, he, no. You, is uh, he is your example, oh, a prime example. My gosh. He, listen, he leads here. by example. No, uh, listen, listen here, you can't use facts oh, against gosh. me. You're using propaganda and opinions. Oh, which so you're is saying subjective. Ace is propaganda now? I'm saying that this is subjective. Oh, the, Just because this is his favorite animal you know, doesn't mean that what I said wasn't based <laughs> you, in facts. No offense, no, Ace. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You need to learn how to be objective, sir. Uh, okay, so this is this is this is this is this is I ain't gonna say what I even deal with because usually it's me and him fussing. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is how we get down on the pod. But listen, I will, when you got your when the book comes out, we love to have you back to talk about the book. Any other projects that you're working on? We definitely gonna keep this going. I'm even thinking at one point we might do a Hollywood Squares type of thing where we have our past guests come on and we just yeah. have a blast. But I yeah, no, man. I'm I'm down, man. I'm I'm in. And Chris, no, you know what? I, I have to say about the orcas. Like I've always loved certain animals. I've, I, you know, I love many animals. To be fair, because this, this, it's just I'm, I'm just an animal lover. Not to say I don't eat meat. I'm not gonna like you know front to be like I don't eat 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 meat and everything. And it's funny because I was listening to something yesterday, and they have equipment where they can tell the frequency of a plant and they make different frequencies when certain things happen to them and one of the frequencies is that you know when you put a leaf of a particular plant it frequents out a a a, a radiation of trauma mm-hmm. um, they, they they've got this technology where they put probes to the plant and certain things where they can now when they f- they put the probes to the plant they can pick up the frequency and put it through speakers and when they play it loud enough Mm-hmm. It makes a tone of music. And so they can huh. now pick up, you know, and I was listening when they said that, you know, they put, when they pick a plant, a leaf of the plant, that's like a form of trauma to them. You know what I'm saying? And you can know vegans, you know, like to, the, the, the loud vegans that want to get in your face, like to be like, you know, the animal, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I'm like, why do you think plants don't feel that way too? Because they don't have eyes, legs, nose. The reason why you feel that way about animals is because you can see facial features. You can you can see when a chicken is scared or your perception of a chicken being scared is when they go, rah, rah, like <laughs> constantly, you know what I'm saying? Right. The plant don't make no noise. The plant don't do nothing. But on a sub, on a, on a level, they are, you know, they, they actually do experience pain. And they say, you know, when you go to trees, you know, when you're out and you see loads of trees, yeah. you think that they're all single, but underground, all of their roots are all interconnected, just like Carvain, they're all interconnected. And these yeah. are some of the discoveries that they've, they've found and, and, and stuff like that. And for me, with orcas, for me, uh, the, the reason why I love them was one, because of their intelligence. And and two, like orcas have actually helped um, human beings save human lives as well. Really? But it's just the fact that, yeah, there's, there's um, I can't remember exactly when, but they've done stuff to help um, humans. You can probably... Um, um, google it and, and find it as well as dolphins as well have done it i have but it's just yes. i i just i just know that for me every animal basically serves their they, they have a purpose in it and they, yes. they all they do is just live their purpose so yeah whether you mm-hmm. like that animal for what they do or not that's uh, that's sub that's again it's subjective to everyone's own belief but i just know that compared to human beings like we, they everyone has their purpose and most animals purpose is to reproduce survive and protect and then you have some of the more intelligent animals like dolphins orcas octopus monkeys who have a lit have more of a consciousness to do more than just that like the way they group and do stuff like how i seen a video where how these orcas took down a 
a, a baby well from the mom and all of that. And yeah, it's violence in one way, but obviously this is their way of survival. This is, this is what they know. They don't, you know what I'm saying? But it's just that I know that everything you can go on Google right now and be like, type in an insect that you think has no meaning. And you type back, what is this? What's the purpose of this thing? And there's a meaning like every single one, every single animal serves a purpose. And mm-hmm. us as human beings, we, we serve a purpose, but because of our creativity and the law of polarity, anything that we create that's amazing, we also create the destructive that's very destructive. We can't, you know, what's up, gunpowder, mm-hmm. you know, you, you create that. You understand atoms, you create nuclear weapons. Like mm-hmm. if one can't come without the other and with animals, their, their level is, you know, we will eat, 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 eat. But whereas like, you know, like I said, the lion that won't hunt the gazelle if it's not hungry. You know what I'm saying? Where we would eat and buy a house and then have another house and buy free cars. And we don't, we don't even, we don't even need all that. Like, so what I've realized is that animals do what they need and that's it. You know, some of them might do a little bit more like an ape monkey, you know, do more, you know, because they have more of a, a personality due to their, their, their limbic system and everything. But that monkey doesn't really have like, a home here and then a home you know 50 miles down the road like they just do what they need they just do whereas us humans we do what we need but we also do sometimes prioritize what we want more mm-hmm. than what we need yeah you know what i'm saying like so uh, that that's how i look at it when it comes to animals but yeah all, killer whale was always one of my my favorite killer whales cobra i love i love um snakes and again i think snakes is from you know the asian egyptians and that's why and I, I love the animals, but I just love animals in general. You know, <laughs> that's just me. But killer whale was always, I just, there's just something about them and their presence and their, their intelligence of how they are. Yeah, I, you know? fully, I agree fully, with you. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. However, and I stick by this and I have taken, I, my degree is in biology. I had a whole lot of animal biology classes in undergrad. Yeah. I had a whole bunch of molecular biology classes in graduate school. I 110% agree with what you're saying. And I will not eviscerate orcas while you're on the call with us. But when we're done, Rob. Oh, my God. You have. Nope. He has done this. So just to let you know, it's on site. Big, and when I say big it's Rob on site, one, big Rob Chris ain't bringing zero. nothing. That's what no, I heard. No, okay. all I heard was you hey, using hey, a pig. Hey, 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 hey. Ace, I want to thank you so much yes. for coming through and That's rocking cool, with us. We we appreciate it. This and, has really been a and blessing. Also, thank do you. Me a favor, um, you know, in the in the, uh, the LinkedIn chat, go ahead, drop me all your socials. So when this episode yeah. goes up, everybody knows where they can follow you. Because when yeah. we promote, I always use more so a platform Twitter to uh, promote everything. Like yeah. I said, this episode is definitely going up uh, today. So I'm gonna shoot you with the link. And everything, and we're going to keep this going because I would love to have you back on the show. We can talk more about your book because I really want to listen. When the book is out, let me know so I can go yeah, ahead. Yeah. We'll even do. We'll even um, go ahead. And folks, you can't see the book, but I promise you, just saw how he described it and what we saw, especially um, even for yourself because you know we all need positivity. But for those with uh, our listeners with children, you're really going to want to check out this book. Make sure y'all also follow Ace and everything that he's doing because what he is doing, honestly, is very inspiring. It hope, is. Hope you got that energy from this podcast because he's, listen, this was phenomenal. I like, I always am excited for our guests on the show, but this definitely 
was thousand times higher than the level. Like I always figured we was gonna have a great show, but I love it even more when I guess come on, we see the energy. So yeah. I just want to thank you really from the bottom of my heart for doing the show. Yes. Also yes, me if you too. got your own podcast, I you got your own pod, so I want to make sure you go ahead, link us with everything so we can make sure folks know where to follow you, connect with yeah. you, and see all the wonderful stuff you're doing. Yeah, man. That's cool, man. Yeah, like I just say even now, like everything that I do, you can just find at you just put H for Royal in anything, but mostly, obviously, LinkedIn is where I, is where it's all like fully professional in the sense of everything to do with the business and the art of being an actor and mocap and creature. And then that's so that's H for Royal on LinkedIn, and then there's Instagram. I, I use it like I don't use LinkedIn is what I use the most, and okay. then Instagram I use it like I I just post when I just post on there or something you. like that. But it's more it's more like commercialized so i put work there i might talk put on a, a fact about something i post something positive or whatever like that so yeah and twitter i hardly use twitter but no because but because of i've got these people called uh, the, this community that like to share my stuff called the furries this furries community and they like basically they wear like you know fur outfits and all yeah, these yeah, kind of I stuff and they're into yeah, they on to I, like I don't have that much. Most of my followers on Twitter, which like is because of them, because I I've never really liked not 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 like, but I've never really cared about Twitter. It's just like I just it's like I, all of these social media is long anyway. But Twitter was like oh, okay, cool, and then I made one post about like the creature stuff, and then it just got like. <laughs> The community just latched on. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. So you know what? You know what? Let me just every now and then throw something up on Twitter for for the for the fairies out there because they 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 seeing something. But yeah, That's Instagram good. and LinkedIn is what I use the most, Ace okay. Rural. And and then again, you can go to the website, acerural.com and basically get a brief of all that I do. And yeah. So yeah, man, all right. That's, that's me. Where Ace, you are the man. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate yes. it. Word, word, word. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, folks. This has been uh, episode of three Angry Black People. If you are on Patreon, definitely you're probably going to want to head over there because the, the after game show where Chris eviscerates R- Big Rob, I'm not going to be around for because I want no parts of this smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Ace, thank you again for coming nah, man, through. I appreciate yes. Hey, and th- folks, make sure you follow him. If you're on LinkedIn, do that. If you're on Instagram, do that. And if you happen to be a furry, that lets us know that you've been following us too, and we appreciate that. Uh, we always, we always welcome uh, like our guests from all over. So again, Absolutely. yes, I, keep I, sending listening. your blessings out, Ace. Word, yeah, definitely. Stay thank with you, man. it. Stay I, with I appreciate it. you guys, man. I appreciate 100. And when the book's out. I let you lot know and yeah, keep you updated with stuff that I'm allowed to share and everything like that. Excellent, excellent. All right. All right. This has been right. real, y'all. Peace. All right. See ya. Thank you guys. Don't grab Peace. no tails. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Bye. All right. All right. Bye-bye.